Hey, wait the, the, the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> Shit, damn it, bro. Hello. It's me. What's up? How you doing? Where? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of uh, WTFQ Podcast. I'm Den Maxson and joined by Alec. What's going on, everybody? Right. Big country. How's everybody doing? We uh, this is gonna be a special episode. We uh have been anticipating this for like, I think the past three or four months already. Yeah. So we've I can't wait. I'm, officially I'm officially gotten into uh <clears throat> this stage, and I think I'm I'm happy that we're here officially because we've been anticipating this guest for a long time and stuff, and yeah, it's been good. Yeah. And it's storming like crazy. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess you can introduce your guest because you know him more than I do. So. All right, all right. Y'all are in a. We have a special, special treat tonight, man. <laughs> my boy, my boy, my boy, uh, Mr. Cornell Morris. Come on in, brother. <laughs> I got to meet him the first time today and everything. Dude, we have been waiting for this. We have. Yeah, why y'all waiting on me? <laughs> because when, like, the opening conversation we had as we were talking about this podcast and like making the inside jokes and all that stuff mm-hmm. about the podcast because it's an inside joke for the WTFU statement yeah we were like in the in the same sentence he's like hey i need we need morris on the show okay. <laughs> i was like okay okay we, we need him we need him added, added. yeah yeah so <laughs> i'm glad to be here man like yeah. alec is a brother from another mother for real and he talked about you a lot dude like you was he's he one from big one you know what i'm saying so yeah me i'm his brother man like we met at work or whatever you know and we've been tight ever since. Instantly. Instantly. Yeah, instantly. We've been tight ever since. You know, it's a Mississippi, Louisiana connection right there. That's I used nice. to work in Meridian and stuff. Nice. So, yeah. I know nothing about that world, so you guys better teach me a little bit. I mean. It's blood. Oh, it's, 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 it's rough, but it's a good rough. It's, it's uh, you know. So it kind of makes you stronger, I guess. Yeah, so. exactly. Mm-hmm. Sure, it sure. does. Sure. Yeah. Well. Today, if you guys have not already noticed, on our table, um, we have Prime Hydration. Prime Hydration, though, we are introducing Morris to it ourselves. He also had a shout-out for his own company. Uh, Prime, uh, Prime, please sponsor us, please. Yes, <laughs> please sponsor us. We love, we love it, dude. It's, it's probably the best energy drink I've ever had. I want to shout-out uh, a few people. Uh, first, my company, Flatline Music. Um, and also the food truck. Uh, oh, I got Tasteful Touch food truck yeah, and catering services. We're based in Birmingham, Alabama, but we're universal. We'll come to you for whatever, for any occasion, for mistress, uh, weddings, uh, graduations, anything. So it's you a know? catering company? Huh? It's like a catering company? It's a catering company and also a food truck. And, and food truck. You know, we, we, we travel from state to state, city to city, if we have to. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. It's authentic Creole food, um, straight from New Orleans, or from New Orleans, and I go off to be exact. You, you know? Um, 
Hey, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. He, people here don't know nothing oh, about no, that really. shit. Nah, they don't know. Don't know nothing. Did you say Creole? Huh? You say Creole? Creole is that? Cajun. So uh, Creole is a mixture mm-hmm. of Native American, uh-huh. African American, yeah. and uh, French influence. Okay. So uh, and not just French influence, not just an influence. It's a culture actually. But it's bloodline of French, Native American, and African American. Yeah, that's good. Cool. That's what Creole is, yeah, and that's what I am. Um, you know, I'm 100% Creole. Uh, mm-hmm. My family's uh, on both sides. The Pichons from out of Nightwalk, <laughs> and the Duports, originally from Donaldsonville area, but they uh, reside in St. Bernard Parish, Louisiana. You know, so yeah, that's that's how I came up. You know, I'm a Creole boy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I again got a lot to like. We to that. Hey, look, people also don't know here. Don't know anything about a uh, bowl of peanuts. Oh no, <laughs> I have bowl of peanuts. Those are Listen, good. that is a Louisiana, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia. <laughs> That's all. The, the Cajun I've had it. Yeah. I've had that. It's oh, really good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Well, peanuts are good, bro. And my grandfather, he's from Tallahassee. Well, my step grandfather, but I still represent for him. He uh, he put me on there when I was a, a youngster. Excuse my flash on my phone. <laughs> but nah, he put me on the bro peanuts when I was a youngster. And then they added a little Cajun kick to it. And, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm with the Cajun bowl peanuts. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, I was going to say this. In the talking yeah, yeah. of it, yeah. You uh, try your first. Of like drinks and food, we need you to review these two. Tell us which one's better, I would say. That's got a lie. Okay. He came back for number two. No, listen. Now, that was my, that was my choice right there, the green one, right? Uh huh. Love lemon lime. Let me see what lemon lime got right here. Two grams of sugar. Only two grams of sugar. And it's made with filtered water, coconut water. Man, yeah. Good. Healthy stuff. This is good right here. I get that on a scale of another 10, I get out on a nine. Nine. Yeah. And the reason why I'm probably giving it a nine is because it's not cold enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. Now the blue is arguably the second best. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. Hold on. Hold on. Yo. In the hood, we used to eat and we used to drink a lot of um a lot of Kool-Aid, right? Mm-hmm. And so my grandmother was a she was a um, candy lady yeah. and a frozen cup lady. So she used to make the frozen cup. This tastes like the blue Kool-Aid. Frozen cup. <laughs> it is deep This this is ten out of ten right here. Okay, okay. Yeah, this is ten it out of ten. It doesn't have to be cold. It doesn't have to be cold. That's what he said. That's what he said. And I'm drinking both of these bags. That's right. That's right. I'm we- a, I'm gonna drink the green one. I'm gonna take the blue one home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The blue one, dude. Dude, I had I had I had uh, two of these. This is my third one today. You see, I had, I had yeah. one this morning, bro. It got me out all through the day. Yep. The craziest thing, man, is, is made, yeah, it's made with filter water and and, water. and coconut water. Yep. I'm big on ingredients, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to 
eat better, you know? Yeah. Try to live better. Well, they just they just came out with an energy one. And a real energy one, like a, like a heavier energy one. Okay. Uh, it's competing with Red Bull and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was about to ask you, it's competing with like Red Bull, Red Monster and stuff, but this one's actually got 300 milligrams of caffeine, natural caffeine. Natural caffeine, natural. and it's less sugar. Less sugar than the Monster. More artificial, like yeah. like more like not natural, artificial. not artificial flavors, everything. It's like, it's better than the other. Um, we were actually contemplating buying some. Yeah, to get some because they just it just came in. Just came in, dude. We need to get some because I want some. I uh, know. You know, yeah. I tried a uh, what's the name of it? The Celsius. Celsius, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's that's what I mean. Not like I want. I want to taste that prime. Prime. Let me taste your your your, your energy. Right. Yeah. We also have the powder ones that go in the waters too. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like the uh, this is the hydration drink. It's kind of so. This is kind of like. Football, you know, Gatorade playing sports and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's the best thing. With it. This is the newest thing competing with Gatorade, actually. Yeah. They just surpassed the I'm going to tell you, they're better than Gatorade. And it only has 25, 20, 20, 20, 20, cal- 20 calories on, on, on lemon lime. And the blue raspberry had 25. Yeah, That's man. impressive, right? I need it. It's impressive. <laughs> I want to sit down, my brother. I, um, I... Play basketball like just still recently. Yeah. Like I, ooh, I used to play. I guess our lights went out. Oh, like officially? Oh. No, they didn't go out. It was just the way it's been and stuff. Oh okay. Oh okay. Oh okay. I thought the lights went out officially. <laughs> um, no, I personally work out and I bring one with me every single time and it just boom yeah these are from my stock right here the green ones and then alex just bought these blue ones so So the 12 pack it's only 30 dollars for a 12 pack you serious yep 30. well what can i find vitamin shop the vitamin shop dnc walmart target do you know who these uh the ambassadors are for these people for this it's a famous two duo YouTubers, one by the name of uh, Logan K- Paul. Logan Paul. I know Logan. KSI, a British influencer. Hey, what's his name? KSI. KSI. Knowledge, Never strength, and integrity. So he's also in uh, boxing too. They so both fought each other. They, fought, they both fought each other before. Yeah. And then they became business partners. Yeah. Oh man, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. So, so, why, so y'all got those? If y'all got. Those two, if they got those two as an ambassador, like why aren't y'all guys ambassadors? Like Prime Man, look, you gotta put my boys on. Honestly, we want to be They're founders of the company personally, and we we've been like I've been I got it a case like the very first time it came out and stuff. I was like I have to try this, and it was perfect. And but they're not they're not hooking ambassadors on their stuff yet i think they can only afford two ambassadors currently okay but i think that's the whole deal because they've been rejecting a lot of people that are like "Ooh, i can push your product as long as you pay me a certain amount and all that right. but Man, look, they've been turning down people i'll push it for free <laughs> i will too straight up i'll push it for free yeah i'm going to fly right now i'm also a rapper this can't say he's also a rapper he is? He's yeah. a rapper, a boxer, and a YouTuber. So, so we actually went to, because they have 
It's called Misfits Boxing. So there's different series. So it's is it like the Misfits uh, shirts and all that? Uh, uh, is it similar to Misfits that? is also a podcast group right, and yeah. stuff. So that might be what you see okay, that from. Yeah, yeah. But Misfits Boxing is is brand for uh, it's per KSI's personal brand okay. for influencing boxing. Yeah, influence, which is influencer boxing. Which is a new concept where they're putting a bunch of like people that were either YouTubers, people on like shows, mm-hmm. uh, programs and stuff like, yeah. bro, like people like us, you know, that do like YouTube yeah. and yeah. Twitch and but, so they, they they get in and compete like the guy DDG or whatever. DDG, yeah. yeah. I think he was a boxer or whatever. Like he's a awesome guy. Yeah. Yeah. DDG yeah. did do. Yeah, he was in a boxing match. Yeah. All right, yeah. So he's I'm not he wasn't under a Misfits Misfits card, but uh-huh. he did uh, a card I think underneath uh Jake Paul's fight. Mm-hmm. I think he was in D. I think DDG was under. He was fight. He fought some guy. I can't yeah. remember who it was. Hey, don't don't hold mm-hmm. me to it, cause I'm an old schooler. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, let bro. me see here. He bought P and B rock. Remember? Oh, right, yeah, he yeah. Fought before he Rest in peace, P and B rock. Yeah. Rest in peace. As a matter of fact, when I was in LA a couple of weeks ago, um, oh, they were planning on it, but then he passed. Oh, all right. When I was in LA a couple of weeks ago, I, I actually stopped in front of the chick, rock, the Roscoe's Chicken and Waffle. Yeah. That he paid, that he died in. I yeah. stopped there. I didn't get out because I felt like you know what, it could happen to anybody. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. Well, you, you feel like the energy almost of like. It, you know, like you yeah, see it's, it's it, sacred, sacred, sacred ground. It is. He fought Nate Wyatt. That's it's a famous boxer. Uh, DGG fought a famous boxer named Nate Wyatt, who was, I think Wyatt. Wyatt's actually a, a son of another big boxer. I can't remember, but okay. we were actually at the boxing event. We saw Raheem's yeah, we son. Series three. We oh, saw it was in Austin. In Austin. Yeah. We got to see. Hasim Rahman's son. Okay. And which is also a famous boxer at the time. I, I I heard of him. He bought a he fought a guy that was a hundred pounds above him. And beat him. And beat him. No, he didn't beat him. No, no. Oh yeah. He, lost. Right. he no. barely lost though. He barely lost though. He barely lost. It was a clash of the century. I was making sure it was still recorded. Yeah. And Logan Paul was there, KSI was there. Yep. Yeah. Saw them. Saw everybody. Yo, why y'all in here fighting me? <laughs> Hey, I don't know if you were even in town. Yeah, yeah, I was out of town. So yeah. I'm all over Atlanta, Birmingham, New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? Houston, I'm all over. Everywhere. <laughs> Dallas, shit. I know. Yeah, you have a, you have a, you, you have folks in Mississippi too, don't you? Yeah, I got some. You got folks yeah, in Alabama, got, Georgia. I got people Florida. in Georgia, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama. It's Tampa, right? Yeah, my yeah. my uncle. My uncle, uh, Lewis, he, he out there. Shout out to my people in, in Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg area. Uh, I got an uncle out there. Did they, were they uh, heavily affected by the hurricane? Um, some of them was, because it really hit like uh, St. Full Petersburg, Myers, St. Petersburg and all that. And stuff right there. Yeah, it, it hit like kind of south of them. So it was good. It was all right. 
You know what I'm saying? Some people like, like lost shingles and stuff. Yeah, the way it, I mean, it just, it, bro, it, it wiped freaking St. Petersburg. Yeah, it did, man. It, it kind of reminded me, because I had just left Orlando a few weeks before that. You remember I, I told you I was going to the men, um, yeah. this men conference, you know, with my uh, men retreat. I'm sorry, right? So yeah, uh, that kind of it scared me, man, because it reminded me of Katrina. Yeah. No, I just keep going out. Is the thing rolling or something? I think the lights going on because you know why we shine without. I guess so. <laughs> he told her like it. He told her like it is. We shine without. We shine without him. That's right. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, speaking of the shining moment, let's talk about what we came here to talk about in regards to uh, relationships and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is what the big thing that we wanted to kind of like explain, address. I'm gonna let you guys take the floor, of course, on this because. I've had some bad experiences myself and I can't really say too much. Shoot, and it's a little bit personally my fault, but you guys seem to be way more set in regards to... I'm going to put it to you like this here. I'm a cancer, right? So Me too. Like, yeah, July 9th. I'm 18th. Yeah, so we're a few days apart. A few days apart. So like... Me being a cancer dude, I learned early on, probably like at seven or eight years old, like, dude, I want to be in love. Like, my mom asked me a question earlier. Well, my family asked me a question earlier when I was in Baton Rouge. They were like, like, do you really want to get married? I said, yeah, man, I'm trying to be a husband. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be a husband. Things ain't work out, you know. Yeah. I got um, a 17-year-old daughter. And like my first shot at marriage was with her mom, right? So like, you know, things didn't work out, but like we we made plans and everything through. We started putting money in, yeah. you know, started uh, paying for things, and all of a sudden, like, you know, she wasn't feeling, she wasn't feeling it, and I felt her energy. And I laid up there, bro, and I started talking to other women. You know what I'm saying? And shit, when I started talking to other women, I wasn't having sex with them. I just was, you know, being, you know, I was a friend. Right. But this one chick, um, she just was persistent. She was like popping up wherever I'm at, with my daughter, mama, she'll pop up and like, yeah, I seen y'all here, I seen y'all there. Woo the woo. But I, like I started chilling with her, like talking to her and stuff on the phone. Yeah. Asked her for some gas money, dude. Went to the house to get the gas money. Instead of me sitting in a car to get the gas money, and like and tell her to come outside, I went to the house. I went to the door. That's strike one. Yeah. Strike two. She came into. I I I'm not gonna do. She came to the door, right? Naked, like, like robe on, no clothes on. Like, come in. Oh no, I can't come in, man. I got a woman. I can't come in. Like this also. This is me, dude. I can't come in. Yeah. Long story short, because I won't take y'all time of with course. this conversation. But 
wind up having sex with the woman, and the whole time I'm having sex with the woman, I'm thinking about my girl. Like, damn, she gonna kill me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Yup. Thinking about her the whole time, dude. But then come to find out, like maybe a year or two later, man. Uh, her too. <laughs> she the, the the girl that I cheated on yep. with the girl mm-hmm. that I cheated oh. with the girl that I cheated with was actually like trying to play some kind of revenge with my daughter mama. Yeah. You hear me? Like I ain't gonna say revenge, but she had she had it out for her or whatever. And I don't know the reason why to this day. But one of my daughter mama friends, she was messing with the guy. And she started messing with me. So it was like a trail, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like that. But me, you know, I take accountability and responsibility for that, man. That was my bad, yeah. you know? And you know, I'm not going to sit up here, I ain't about to bash her. You know, yeah. she did what she did. But okay. that was the first, that was the first mess up. The second mess up, dude, I'm like, you know, I get to Houston or whatever. And I'm trying to, Re, I ain't gonna say reinvent myself, but I'm trying to just get back to life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And boom, meet this young lady. I'm like 35, 36. She's 22. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we hit it off. But she was more mature than any woman that I had dealt with before. Oh. You feel me? At least that's what, you know, it was at the time. You right? felt, yeah. Yeah, and all of a sudden she, um, you know, we, I fell for her. We was friends, mm-hmm. no sex then, just chilling and then yep. fell for her. And, you know, fell in love, and I confessed my love to her. A few months later, she's pregnant. We got a little girl, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. But wanted to marry her, wanted to be a family, you know. I done sat up there and talked to you countless times, trying to be like, you know, trying to like work on things. But like she used to tell me, you know, it's not true, Cornell, it's me. Yeah. But me being a man, I'm always looking for a resolution. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you have a problem, I'm looking for a resolution to your problem and mine. Mm -hmm. Right? You feel me? And like, dude, it's just. And I say resolution, but a solution. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah. It's yeah. A- but dude, it was like, I just couldn't do it. And then I found out also on on top of me being a counselor, me being a lover boy, I found out that I got superhero, I got the superhero syndrome. You feel me? Like, yeah. I feel like you I want to swoop in and, 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 yeah, save, and everybody, save everybody right? from and everything. You can't, and it's not just with my significant others is with my friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just can't be there. You know, my family, you know, I just can't be there sometimes, but I want to be there. I had to learn that I myself, bro. That. I had to I had to learn that myself. I, I had the exact same feeling. I was like like my I don't know how many countless amount of times my buddy would have like problems I would have buddies who multiple buddies who had problems with either their family relationship or whatever they're like yo can we hang out or something it's like the middle of like fucking one o'clock at night in the morning 1 a.m you know i'm like bro okay yeah fine you know because i don't want them to just like 
I don't want them to just like give up on hope and stuff because I know how exactly how that feels with like feeling lonely and shit afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? You're kind of like in that state where you're just like, damn, bro, like I really am by myself, <laughs> you know? Yeah, sometimes you've been like that. Like, but to have someone that's like says no and then they're just gonna be like right there for you, that's the kind of people that are like, oh shit. But yeah. at the same time, you can't always be that person. Like, unfortunately, you have you have a life to live and fulfill yourself. Right. And then sometimes the people that are doing that are not always in. They're they're not with malintent, but they unintentionally do malintent things. Yeah. You know. Shit. It's, it goes this is this is not that, like you said, I mean this is not only for spouse relationship marriage and stuff this is this is also for right. friendships and mm-hmm. this yeah, is also yeah, for yeah, like yeah. you know this is relationships and all in general yeah. um, to me I feel like it's I, I feel like it's important man to just have somebody. Yeah, it it is, man. It is because you know, regardless of whether it's one, two people, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter the amount; it matters the impact. Right. Yeah, you don't, you don't, and say it again, bro. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the amount; it matters the impact. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need a whole bunch of fans. No. And sometimes you you may need a whole bunch of fans, yeah. but as yeah. long as those whole bunch of fans. Uh, making an impact yeah. in your life. Like, if y'all feeding off each other, that's what I do. Like, I feed off. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? This dude here looks out. I look out for him. Yep. Right? And But look. It's a win-win relationship. Yeah. yeah. We, we don't look out. And then we don't look out for each other, like, to get nothing back. No. Yeah. It's just genuine. Yes, it's a genuine thing. Yeah. It's just genuine, though. And, like. I don't know how many times I've been in that situation where I was in a relationship, friendship-wise and relationship, like legit, like, you know, love-wise, mm-hmm. where I think I think my biggest, biggest turnaround was senior year of my high school. I w- it was 2020, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I was struggling during COVID, you know, times and everything. I was just sitting in my house. And I was just relaxing and stuff. And I had the people that called me and checked up on me, asked me how I was doing and stuff. And then the ones that I originally thought that would do that, but didn't end up doing that, right? Yeah. And I was going through a tough-ass time, don't get me wrong. But I wasn't going to, like, let everybody know that. I was just more so, like, hey, yo, all right, the people that are talking to me i'm just gonna talk to them and like under you know get an understanding of like how to fix this in my life but the people that didn't talk to me i was way more surprised because i thought we had this connection that eventually wasn't there at all and it was weird i talked to this girl in high school in, in my senior year no conversation nothing at all like as soon as covid struck and everything I mean, they, our, our relationship was spotty and everything to begin with, but mm-hmm. I thought she would at least be like a little bit supportive and stuff. But I, I texted her. I was like, bro, if you can't even be there for me, like mentally and stuff, and you just want to be like there for me, and, like there, not even for me, it's for her part to fulfill her fantasies. Yeah, for her own pleasure. Yeah, her own pleasure. Yeah, yeah then like, what's the point? And then I look, I, I, I had that, and then I was like, hold on one second. 
I have a good friend of mine. I had a best friend at the time. I was like, holy shit, he's doing the exact same to me. He's he's fulfilling me for his pleasures and stuff. And in the sense of he was a good friend, but like he was he was I was there technically just because he was alone because other people didn't like the way he acted mm-hmm. and stuff. Like they're like, Why are you friends with him? You're a good kid, you don't do this, you don't do that, and he does that, you know? But I felt like I had this weird string that was holding on to me that if I let go of it, then it would be this awkward situation where he would turn like into a really bad person if I wasn't, you know, sticking around and making Being sure. Friend, yeah. yeah. And he like, I think it was a manipulation thing almost to a certain extent because he's like, I remember the amount of times he's like, you're the only friend I have. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a lie, dude. You have this guy, this guy, this guy. Or this girl, right? And he's like, no, you're my only friend. And I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm your only but friend some, I can go some, to. Sometimes, sometimes you will have a person that they might be, you might be a friend of them, but they ain't a friend of you. No, yeah. But, um, and vice versa. Yep. So, like, you might look at his friends, that, like his little group, and be like, that's all his friends. Mm-hmm. He might be a friend of them, but they're not a friend of him. No. So that's what he's probably saying, like, yo. True. You, you are my, you my only friend, dude. I, so that's, I did, like, look into that, right, to make sure, because I knew his friends, the ones that he called his friends, right? And... They were willing to reach out just as much as I was and talk to him about his personal issues just as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And for him to give them discredit them like that and then tell say that I'm like they're his only because of the fact that I gave him benefits towards like things. I he was good at talking to girls, but I was better at like facilitating, like making sure that like I played like more of the good guy role of like because mm-hmm. he was kind of like the douchebag asshole, right? And I was more of like the guy that's like smooth with it. And I could also be like really nice and stuff and make sure that the person, the girl's safe, right? And he's like, bro, I need to learn that and all that. And it just seemed like whenever it got to a certain point in our lives where he started asking me, I'm like, how'd you get this girl? How'd you get that girl? Like, you, you don't have this... And I'm like, why are you asking me questions about something I don't possess? You have, a, you have the answer. Yeah. You don't want to tell him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you the answer. Mm-hmm. You're genuine. Yep. He's not. Yeah, you're genuine. Yep. That's the answer. Yep. When you genuine people, like no. genuine people uh-huh. attract genuine people. Uh-huh. And they attract ungenuine people because people envy people. that. Yeah. See, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a prime example. Like, all right, I was going through the breakup or whatever. And um, I had met a woman. Yeah. Right? And she was a friend. Yeah. Right? And, like, total friend. But I had got, you know, talked to the friend or whatever. We talked about my whole situation. And that friend told me, yo, the new woman, leave her alone. She's bad. Whoop de whoop. <laughs> now, mind you, I'm not having sex with this woman. We're just friends. Mm-hmm. 
Long story short, that was at that point. You know what I'm saying? We was just friends. And, you know, we still love friends now. But, you know, the sex thing came into play. So, you know. But anyway. So, just with that inference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. What I'm saying, though, yeah. is, like, at that time when I needed somebody, she was deaf. Yeah. You feel me? Hold on. Well, girl told me, leave her alone because she bad, she bad, she bad. Nah, she was there, dude. And then she encouraged me. You feel me? When, like you said, mm -hmm. the people that you thought would be there wasn't there. Mm -hmm. She was. The unexpected. It, like the, mm -hmm. the person that I least expected yep. was there. And I fuck with her the longest. Definitely. It's so crazy because a lot of society says stuff like that where like don't be with that person, don't be with that person and you find out that that they don't want you to be involved with that person a majority of the time because it's more so like they're more blunt and upfront with you and they're going to even though that they're that way that doesn't change the fact that they're going to be like also the best person for you that's going to try to gravitate themselves towards you because they actually care and worry. And with the bluntness, they want to, you know. That's the shit that, that's mm -hmm. what it is at this point. Very blunt on both ends, mm -hmm. on her end and my end. Because a statement so strong such as I love you and I care about you actually fucking means it okay. for a blunt person. And that's, see, dude, yeah. when, I tell them, when, I, when I tell anybody that, I mean it. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you something. Not to get religious or whatever, uh -huh. but First John, four seven and eight say, "Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God." Right? Yeah. So boom. I know I got God in me, though. So I got nothing but love to give. And 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 I know when you saying love, you really love me. You must have God in you too. That's why. If, if you don't, if you don't. If you don't have God in you, you don't. You shouldn't be using the word love. Exactly. Real talk. Exactly. And, and then I'm gonna tell you another thing about love. Love ain't always happy. No, no, no. Love ain't always happy, bro. Everyone love, has like a misconception. People, people don't. People don't realize that. No. They, that they, they, they look at love, as soon as they see the problems arising, they're like, "Oh shit!" I gotta, oh, I gotta go. They look at love as yeah. They don't see the the ups and downs and the and the roughness of it and stuff. But people don't realize. People fail to realize that, dude. Being in a relationship is work. Yeah. It takes work. Dude, I just said. Mm -hmm. I just said that. To like say. I just put that in a song. You know what I'm saying? I say plan, plot, strategize. I can't tell a lie. If I do, then my truth should be televised. Huh? Ooh, that's a good one right there. That's good. I'll forever slide. Food was righteous. I'm next to God. Divine order. Sipping divine water. Get off my hindquarters and push. But put, but put the work in. When I say get off my hindquarters and push, but put the work in, I mean pray until oh, yeah. something happens. Oh, yeah. Push. And then my prayers, like my prayers not going to be answered unless I put the work in. Exactly. Right? So, boom. In a relationship, back to the work. People looking at 
People look at it these days, they say, alright. You my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend, boom, we're in a relationship. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Nah. No. Think about hold on, think about yeah, this. No. Break down the word relationship. Relation relation is what's the root word of relation? Relating. Relating. Or relate. Mm-hmm. Right. A ship, what does what does a ship do? It floats, it stays ab- abroad, it doesn't... And, it, it's, and sometimes it... It gets rough. It it rough, rough. There's it, rough it, seas, it, bro. There's waves. Right. So it's sailed, right? So, in, like I said, when the water is still and calm, you see, you, you're cool with that. Cool. Oh, but yeah. when, when, it's, when it's rough and stuff... You got. Oh, you still have storm to happens, you, bro. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" But you know? that's when oh, you yeah. have to learn to relate. Oh, shit. I agree. So, relationship. So, so that's when I. When that's when I always say, I said, "Dude, it's a two way street." Yeah, two way street, dude. I said, "You got to meet each other in the middle, bro. It doesn't just take one person. It's fifty. No, you know, to me, I'm gonna be real with you. Now, number one, I don't believe in fifty fifty. Well, well, yeah, because we were talking about that. I, mean, I don't believe I mean, in the 50-50 thing. Because I don't either. If you're giving me 50 of you, 50% of you, man, that ain't enough. No. Yeah. Because look, I could sit, sit up here and lie and say I'm going to give 100%, but I'm not. Yeah. No. Because I'm, I'm required. No, because I'm required to keep 20% for myself, self-preservation. 80%, I'm going to get at. I'll probably be at 81. You heard me? Keep 19 but it, it is what it is. I'm going to give you that 80%. As I explained on the last episode, I had stated this in regards to anything in life. This in, does persist to relationships as well. With, with the whole 50-50 idea and everything, it, like you said, it takes away from a lot of things. You're If you're willing to only put 50% of the relationship like into your relationship, then what's the point of the point, right? Well, what I meant by, what I meant by 50-50 uh-huh. is that, you know, it's like I said, y'all, y'all have to learn to yeah. come to an agreement with each yep. other. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean. Yeah. I was going to say, know, though, with the, with the, I, I, I get it. I, I agree what you mean with what you mean. It, it definitely makes sense. And yes, you have to, you have to like, I think it's more so, I think we need to start tallying a relationship in regards to like on a 200 scale where we need to put 100% here and punch 100% here. Um, I said that yesterday. Yep. <laughs> said that yeah, yesterday. Yeah. So, but I was saying, on the last episode that even with like your life goals your friendship goals your any any goal that you're trying to achieve is not going to happen if you're even hitting to 90 percent because 90 percent isn't your best effort towards what you want you're 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 given 90 percent but like no athlete no streamer no uh, like no one that's gotten famous or popular they, they, or they, they, successful. They, they don't even hit hundred. They give one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, they try to get a hundred percent. And that persists with relationships too. It's not gonna work out if you're not doing no. at least the bare minimum of a hundred percent. Right. I say the bare minimum. I say the bare minimum eighty percent. Yeah. Because you do have to preserve some shit for yourself. But this of is course. this is this is what I always say. And I had to learn. I'm still learning. I'm just saying, like, it's okay. You, 
of course you like evaluate and make sure that you're good and stuff but i personally have learned that you should probably not be even touching the surface or anything if you're having to work a lot more on yourself than you you thought you would yeah. when you're in the relationship yeah. i think that's a danger zone you're like it is. I'm ready, but I'm not ready, you know? Right. Right, and then you've given yourself too much attention. Uh-huh. And I've given you whoever that is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or that relationship, your friend, your love, you know, your, your lover. Yeah. You're not giving that. Yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. But, so, I actually, I was in a lot of relationships in high school. Yeah. Um, I've been I didn't have a relationship in seven years. You serious? Seven years. The reason is my senior year, I got cheated on. Yeah. Thought we were perfect, bro. And, and to so. me, and to me, like we were perfect. But one slip, it only took one time. I'm gonna tell you something about perfect. Don't say that. No. Well, let, uh, well, let me finish, Ricky, and then I'll yeah, let me finish. So. That's when it. That's when I came to realize I was like, bro, trust. Yeah, is the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before anything else, and that's trust. There's got to be trust, bro. Got to be trust. If bro. there's no trust, there's no love. But check this out. Yeah. You might you might still love each other, but it's it's pointless. We said this the last time, yeah. This I, this time. I'm looking at. It. I'm talking about. Like in that song, I was saying something about divine order, right? So boom, the first thing you gotta trust in is God. Like I just told this to my daughter, mom, a few days ago. If you don't trust me, trust that God, whoever your God is, <laughs> trust that your God is not gonna. I mean, it's it's gonna work in a way. Is trust that your God is gonna work in a way. Well, my daughter and me won't come into homes way. Nothing will happen to trust in your goal first. If you don't trust me, trust in your goal. But look, divine order. Trust in God. It's also trust. Trust in God. And then when you trust in God, guess what? You gotta learn to trust yourself. And then when you trust yourself, guess what? You can trust somebody else. Right. But you can't trust nobody if you can't even trust yourself. Yeah. And if you can't trust yourself, then you're confused. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned that shit at an early age, dude. I got to trust myself. Right. Trust my judgment, my choices and all that. I got to trust myself. Sometimes yeah. I slip. Sometimes I make the wrong decisions. Yep. But you learn we from it. Mm-hmm. We're human. What I say um, in one of my songs, I said, uh, never could be perfect. With practice, I couldn't prove, though. Yeah. Yeah, never yeah. could be perfect. But with practice, I could improve. So let's take it back to this game and stuff. Y'all might not be into um, Madden, right? But they have ratings. Madden, I played right, right, right. Yeah. right so yeah. look, boom. <coughs> you might see, um, I'm going to use Leonard Fournette because he's from my city. Yeah, Leonard Fournette. And that's, yeah, that's supposed to be blood family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say this. He might be an 89 today, right? Say today was the start of the season. Yeah. 89. He got 16 weeks, 17 weeks to improve from that 89, right? It's progression, bro. And then 
Right. It, yeah, he, he it just practice makes you you is practice brings on progress. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, it's not gonna bring on perfect. No. Everyone really, says that really, with the really, whole practice. Even though, even, though, really, even it's very rare now. You know, you you see fiftieth anniversary, sixtieth anniversary marriage. It's rare, yeah. right? Uh, but even in even in that, the relationship wasn't perfect. No, bro. <laughs> my grandmother and my grandfather. I I had long to my grandfather just passed away uh August of this year. I mean I was last year, twenty twenty two. And I had a long talk with him and I asked him, I said, Pop, how did you how did your marriage last so long? And see I, I go to my OGs. I I ain't about to go yeah. to my peers and ask them no. because they ain't got the answers. No. You know? Well, you get about I knew somebody that's been. My grandpa, him and my grandmother would have been probably, I think, 60 years, 60, no, like 65, 65 years together. Yeah. Well, but look what he busts out. He said, yo, I dated for three months. And every time I dated her, I had to ask her for to take her out. He said, so after the, after a few months of dating, I seen your grandpa in the ball I mean, uh, in a ballroom. Yeah. I went up to him, bought him a drink. I said, look, I want to marry Florence. Right? Because I won't have time to ask you. Time and time again to take it out. I won't be able to take it out. But I'm gonna take full responsibility for this one too. Yeah. My girlfriend gave him an address and then they married each other. And I said, well, damn, after three months, how you, how you married after three months? He said, right. It lasts so long because I had forever to get to know her. And I was willing to take forever to get to know her while being her husband. See, a lot of people don't understand Man. that. <laughs> That's deep. That's yeah. deep. And because... And it doesn't. It doesn't tell you the truth. It doesn't. It doesn't even. It doesn't stop there. You don't stop knowing. You don't stop knowing them once you marry. You 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 keep getting to know them. You keep, you always you're always learning off. Of, you you're always you're always learning. Bro. A, lot of, a lot of people look at it like marriage. That's the end. No, it's really the beginning. It's, it's the beginning. It's entirely the beginning. It's the beginning. You gotta learn this person all. You know him or you know her as your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You gotta know this person is your husband. Y'all become one, a unit. You feel me? Yeah. Back when we were talking about other relationships, Mm -hmm. because you know you were talking about your friend. I have some friends that's like that too. I had to cut a couple of people off not too long ago because manipulation. I'm yeah. gonna just keep it real. We gonna keep it real on this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. We'll keep it real. Manipulation. We'll keep yeah. it real. Simple manipulation. I got love for my people. Too many times. A couple of my blood family. I got love for them. Yeah. But manipulation, dude. And 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 my thing is, he's um, had to recently do that. Oh yeah. So yeah. unfortunately. Uh, 
Bro, it's just. I think it's my thing. Respect. I don't even think, like you said, I don't even think it's lack of respect. It's just the, you know, the back and forth, bro. The back and forth, back and forth. The three years, I'm not saying any names. I'm not putting that yeah. in. Three years I'm known this person. It's just, she, I mean, it's it's always like putting me down all the time. Putting me down, putting me down, putting me down, but then turning around and saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I had that in my that that friendship like that I was talking about I had it oh sorry bro I didn't mean to like do that to you cut me off cut me off thinking that it was my fault for four months thinking that it was my fault when that person was going through personal issues Mm -hmm. for themselves He at least had the audacity. Things that have happened, things, problems that that person's had, I was thinking I was blaming myself for the problem. I'm going to tell you something. We all in the same boat with that. That's what I was just telling you earlier. Like, when my youngest daughter, my, you know what I'm saying? I, I love her. Never cheated on none of that shit, though. And I thought it was me the whole time. She kept it G with me, though. She said, nah, it's not you. It's me. But I still was trying to be the superhero and blinding myself at the same time. And the reason, like, like, the person was telling me, it was telling um, they were telling me, like, she was telling me. I'll say she. She was telling me, um, because I told her, look, I had this opportunity. I'm going up to Nashville. And so, you know, when I was working at a Shurian, so I'm going up to Nashville and stuff. This opportunity to speak at the VP Summit, possibly, you know, have a job up there and stuff. Oh, you told everybody but me. Told everybody about me. Slammed the door. That's when she cut me off. Told everybody but me. Thinking. Like, if in my opinion, I figured you'd be supportive, right? I think it's like a that's what a friend should do, in a way. I think that's a jealousy kind of thing. I already explained it to him about that. Envious, and the crazy thing is, I helped this person get out of a situation. I actually worked with this person, I helped her get out of a situation that she was in at her old job, brought her to. A new job where she became a store manager less stressful I did that you if know. I didn't give a fuck about you didn't care about you mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done that shit no man I would have been gone <laughs> I mean all the all the all the all the the scolding the shit and stuff for the past three fucking years I could have been gone. I'm a very patient man. Yeah, bro, you are. I personally think that you just leave them with what you gave them and uh, let them. That's it. Don't give them anymore. I just I can't I can't handle it anymore. Yeah, I'm going through shit myself mentally. Mm -hmm. Myself, and I'm gonna go ahead and say it on here. Mm -hmm. 
Let's talk about it, man. Somebody in this room probably going through the same shit you're going through. Not even only in this same room, even people on the cameras, yeah, bro. They, Listen, they watching this. They, they are, they are, yeah. We're trying to make this personal for sure. I know a lot of people have thoughts. Yeah. And stuff about it. But, uh, you know, I attempted to commit suicide. Yeah. All right. Um, just shit that has happened, you know, in my childhood and stuff. And, you know, things that I've kept bubbled up, didn't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Was too scared to even talk about it to my friends or talk about it to just bring it to anybody. And, uh, you know, just kept bubbling up, bubbling up. And the thing is, I even tried to come to her with this stuff and she wouldn't even understand it. She'd be like, what else do you want from life? Like, it's not even about that. You're not even there for me. You don't even know the shit that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, a real friend? A real friend, this is, this is a quote, a real friend Walks in when the rest of the world walks out. That's the real shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mopping. That's a real. That's some real shit, dude. So. Um, that's the realest shit I ever did. <laughs> like mm-hmm. for real. So and it was it's it was it's been hard, man. It's been hard, and I, and I just can't do it anymore. Like I can't just take all that. I can't blame myself for problems that nope. that other person has. I can't fix. Um, what did we talk about last episode, Alex? Exactly. What did we talk about? Exactly. I can't about do it. We what? talked about the fact that it's on them if they're feeling that way. It's yeah. not on you. You know what? And it doesn't matter. My friend, one of my friends, she, like, basically helped me get to that you know, realization. Like, it's not you. It's them. Yep. It's not you. I don't know. It's it's a natural responsive reflex for people to just go out of their way nowadays and be like, instead of just stepping back and being like, hey, yo, I need to fix myself, work on myself, maybe give myself some time away from people, explain it to the people, you know, instead of just being like, out of here, don't say anything. Then have people worried out of their fucking minds. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know if, it's so it's so natural know, for people to do that nowadays and then it's just like You know the crazy thing is, at the end of the day, I still love that person. You are always love You're gonna have to. Nothing in this world would ever change the love. Yeah. Because it's called it's called unconditional. Unconditional. Love. Speaking of unconditional love, dude, let me ask y'all this question. We all men up here, right? Yeah, we're all men. You, if you ever noticed that everybody else besides men could get unconditional love. Yeah. Even from your children, you can't get it. They got unconditional love for animals. They have unconditional love for women. They got unconditional love for children. But men, 
No, there's always a butt statement behind it for sure. Unfortunately, I've, I've seen that too many times now nowadays. It's fucked up, man. It really is. It's like you see all these guys going through problems that they've been going through for years, and then they're like, "Oh my god, I didn't know that motherfucker was feeling that way." It's like, bro, you didn't ask. You didn't look at Twitch. The Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres, the uh, Twitch guy. Yeah. Look at him. Look at yeah. Same age as me. Yup. Kill yourself, dude. Like, and we have to, as men, man, I, I've been preaching this to my family, my brothers, you know, my, my, my little brother, Marcel, he own it already. But, like, we've been, we've been trying to push, like, we need more like we, we we need to shine a light on men's mental health though i feel like it's almost the wrong thing to do to to talk about to tell other men that because other men know that shit right we know we know for sure right. it's the other people on the other side like the women the children the you know uh misgendered people though those people also need to be explained the fact that hey yo yeah, bro, like, the whole saying, like, be a man and everything all the time is not, like, doesn't always have to be the condition, right? Right. Like, I feel like I feel like we as men know for sure. We can sit in a group and be like, yes, we need the mental health help. We need to talk to someone. We need the comfort. We need this. But those other people are just, uh, they don't, I guess they just don't entirely understand because they're not in that state of mind. Yeah. And they don't understand that. They don't understand that we're built the exact same way as they are. Listen, we we all, they Mm -hmm. don't also understand this though. They don't understand that men, bro, like, I'm going to just put it out there. Like, the, the masculine man is being... Uh, projected as being toxic. Yeah. Uh, and so they, you know, they're dumbing yeah. us down, man. The alpha male is not the alpha male. No. 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 That's the toxic yeah, male. You know I mean? would say the alpha male is the toxic male. I would say the day to day male is the male that, like, we need to be looking forward to. You see all these, like, influencers and these people that are up and coming saying, like, all natural, I got muscles, all natural, I got like all the girls and all that Andrew Tate situation. Not all natural, they're just they're the alpha male that's like not I'm gonna tell you something though. Uh-huh. Those guys aren't the alpha male. They aren't you gotta work towards yep. you gotta like being alpha is already instilled in you, dude, Should be from the get go. Yeah. If you gotta work on like I'm not saying like don't work <laughs> on yourself, don't work out or whatever. But yeah. if you gotta if you have to work out and ride a fly car <laughs> just so you can feel like you're alpha, you really ain't an alpha. You're just right. trying to fit in. Right. Alpha's running a pack by itself. It's like they say, you're, yeah. only, you're just trying to be on the fucking bandwagon. Yeah. True. You know True. what I'm saying? I feel like why that's why so many people have the comfort when they, they, they have comfort when they see those people. 
a lot of if you see a majority of the percentage of the people that are like the target audience for the people right. that are saying that they're alpha male all that kind of stuff it's people that are not they they just clearly aren't and they're trying to get there but like they're trying to cover up by saying and thinking falsifying the fact that they need money they need cars they need this and that when all they really need in real real time is just to be a man in general just be like a proper person right and that's a man a proper yeah. person it's just being a proper individual it's right. like a, you, let, me, let me tell you something dude the 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 dudes that want all that like bro that they're making themselves it's made up so mm -hmm. cosmetic it's just totally cosmetic and bro you have to be real yeah with yourself mm -hmm. if you ain't like that don't try to be like that nope exactly. period i mean there's nothing wrong with not being that if you're not that like it i don't understand what what the whole entitlement and obligation for that is i don't understand people that are like okay i'm not built like this i'm not naturally like this so i'm gonna go out of my way to be like something that i'm not whenever I, I'm if going, I was more genuine again, people would like me. Because a lot of the time, the people that try to adjust their lifestyle and that, you recognize they don't have that many friends. They don't. They don't have that many people that are like, you know. I'm gonna tell you, dude. Like these people, bro. The 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 ones that hide, like you were saying, that man. These guys, man. Hey, they ain't. They are. The word I'm trying to say because I've just lost my train of thought. Yeah. Um, like if you, I'm gonna just put it like this for an example. Mm -hmm. It's a, I know what I wanted to say, mm -hmm. I, and I don't want to get this deep, but of course, ninety nine point nine percent of us do are living in an illusion, on top of an illusion, on top of an illusion. Yeah. And all illusions is, is not real. Shit, yeah. it's an illusion. It's you think you're seeing something, but you really ain't. You feel me? It's not what it is. You know the sucky part about that though is, we're creating illusions for ourselves. It's not like it's anyone else's fault. At times, a lot of the times, actually, a lot of the times. We're creating the illusion that we're not good enough. We're not. We're not this. We're not that. When we, but like, where is the ideas coming from that you're not good enough? Yeah, true. The other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What like? Well, dude, I just sit up here uh -huh. for a whole year uh -huh. and say to myself, "Last 2022, mm -hmm. I'm not good enough for this. Not I'm not good enough for this. I'm not good enough for that. I'm not good enough for her. I'm not good enough for her." Like, I said that all 22. And mm -hmm. then I thought about it. Like, the last day, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, why not? <laughs> I'm saying, yo, shit. Man, I'm good enough. They just don't, they, they probably not good enough for me. Yeah. And they see that and they trying to, like, project that negativity onto to you. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like, um, it's the man manipulation thing. Just like you were saying earlier about your partner, like, you know, he know he ain't really your partner. No. So he trying to put you down just like old girl. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm going to say this here. 
They've been saying this N word for the longest. Uh, narcissistic. Mm -hmm. That's what we dealing with. That's what we dealing with narcissism and narcissistic people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Oh, girl, she don't want to hear nothing about your shit. All she want to hear about, she, but she want to tell you everything about her, right? She does. Yeah, I, I know the person too, and I narcissistic. I a lot of the times that the, the, the people that are doing the rejecting and the ones that are not even seeing the opportunity behind the thin glass of like, oh, this man doesn't have money. This man doesn't have this, this money. This man doesn't have this, you know, a lot of the times when they make those accusations and stuff, a lot of the times they see it within themselves and they don't have those things. Therefore, they're self-centered. They're like, OK, I don't have this. Let's latch on to someone who does. Right. And if they don't see that within you for the first five seconds, they just make up. Boom. No, you're out of the door. But I'm going to tell you something about that. People that that do that, that think like that, dude, they never get nowhere. No, they just walk in a circle. They never get nowhere because that next dude, that shit might not even last that long. Man, That dude going to look at you just like you looking at us as less than that dude that you trying to latch on to going to look at you as his less than. I talk to this chick, um, like, because I do Uber and stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm talking to the chick, and she was going, she was leaving her, uh, she was leaving her uh, apartment to go to a sugar daddy apartment, right? And she told me to, to wait on her. I waited for, like, 30 minutes. She come out crying. I'm like, what you crying for? He didn't want... He didn't want, I, I went over there to, you know, please him. Mm -hmm. He didn't want me to please him. He didn't want to give me no money, none of that. So she went to the next guy house. She went to another guy house. But this guy don't have nothing. No car, no nothing. Uh -oh. He actually paid for the Uber to the sugar daddy house. Uh -oh. You feel me? He got, a, he, got, he got money for an Uber, but he don't got no car or nothing. But... After he then rejected you, you won't go to the, the good guy house that's helping you out. That always happens, yeah. And, you know, fuck the over. That happens all she, the time. She, I really don't want to go over there. It was so many um, excuses why she don't want to go over there. But he's looking out for you. And you chasing this motherfucker that don't give a fuck about Doesn't care. But that's how, that's how that shit works. I think humans in uh, nowadays, or I think for a while, have been programmed in the sense that the next best thing, right? Mm -hmm. The next best thing. So therefore, we we alter that into our relationships when we shouldn't. It's okay to we say should. next best. It's okay to say next best thing whenever you're in a job or something. Especially if you're okay with it. I already explained this on the last episode that if you really don't like the job at all and stuff and uh, don't settle for the next best thing, I would say that for the human beings too. Don't if you're yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna say, Oh, this this person is just gonna lay me off, not treat me right and all that stuff, let's go to the next best thing, then what are you doing in your life? Like, there's no point to your life at all, I would say. I, it doesn't make any sense to be like, uh, let's say between Alec and I's relationship, right? Mm -hmm. I don't like some of the things that Alec does, let's say, right? 
Um, okay, I'm gonna go turn over to my buddy Mo, right? Because mm-hmm. I have a problem with him. So I'm just gonna go to the next best thing and filter out what the problems that I have within that. When the next best thing is not, it should be your first best thing in general. Right. It should. That's what it should if be. If you're gonna, cho- it's, it's kind of dumb. Like, if you're gonna choose between, let's say, um, some harsh kind of work like cleaning out gutters or you get a top of the line job where you get a business suit you get to travel you have some fun it's going to be stupid to be like the next best thing is the business suit one and you get to travel that's going to be that's going to be a dumb thing to to yeah. you know say that's the next best thing when it could just be your first best choice be like right. boom I'm doing it no one's going to question that. So why are you questioning that whenever you're talking about relationships and friendships? Because, man, like, you know, sometimes, all right, like you say, first of all, people are programmed, right? Mm-hmm. And we program, I'm going to be honest with you, our media, yeah. society, like, we Wait, program. But you're, you're talking about, you're talking about, let's just say, you know, you have a problem with somebody, mm-hmm. but you go to somebody else speaking about that problem. Yeah. The crazy thing is, though, is even with this person, even if even if I had a problem with them, with her, I would I would try my best to go up to her and and confront her about it, and she just really lashes out, blows me off, doesn't want to listen. Then so then I'm like, well, who who am I supposed to talk to about it now? Off camera, I yeah. want you to talk. I exactly talk to everything. Yeah, off camera, I want to talk to you. About Alec, that. it goes back to. It's the first best thing. Yeah. Look at your second option. (laughs) Look at the tuxedo job. Look at the job that's going to make you travel and stuff. Not the one that's going to get you to the gutters and make you dirty and tired and miserable at the end of the day. I'm going to tell you something, bro. And even platonic friends don't want to see you with the next person. Yeah. You hear me? But... Some of them that, you know, uh, don't want to change, love them. Yeah, I can't. They don't, like, like I said, like I said earlier, man, I have a lot of friends that, I, I have a lot of people that I was friends to. A lot of them was friends to me, too. You know what I'm saying? All, some, a lot of them had ill intentions, though. No. You feel me? And so I straight away, like, my mom was telling me something last night, and she was saying something about um, me and my friends in general. I don't have a lot of friend, male friends no more. Yeah. Why? Because from where I come from, like, my, my, my male friends are statistics, bro. They yeah. either in jail or dead. Like yeah. serious, yeah. and I know you hear that all the time, but it's serious. Like I can name probably eight or nine of them right now, dude, that died on me between two thousand and four and two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, you feel me? And then I have a bunch of, you know, family members because we have the same in my family. Like if he ain't family, he's a stranger. Okay. Yeah. So we kind of stick together, yeah. you know, for the most part. I got a bunch of my family members that's in prison right now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? 
And my point that I'm trying to say is like, bro, I deal with a lot of females. I kept a lot of female friends for a time. Yeah. You know? For a time. As, as, all right. As a, That's as a single man, <clears throat> as a single man, I'm going to keep it G with you. It wasn't always for time. No. You feel me? What it is, F- uh, FWB, it was FWB. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Friends benefits, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But, uh, as I, you know, when I gained a relationship or whatever, it was, when I got into a relationship, I still had friends, platonic friends, right? Let me tell you something. When I get into it with my significant other, you know what she'll tell me? Um, you need to talk, you need to find some friends. Yeah. Talk with somebody. Then I turn and go to this female that's a platonic friend and I tell her about my problem. You know what she busts out? Oh, you talking to them bitches and both big women and all that. Come on, bro. You told me to talk to somebody. And now you trying to choose my friends? Trying to choose yeah. who I'm talking to now? Like, it's manipulation again. It's manipulation. They want to choose in a relationship, they want to choose who your friend is. Exactly. Same thing, and I'm going back to jealousy. Yeah. Same thing with her saying, telling me, uh, uh, <coughs> why do you help these other people out? Why do you help these other brothers out and stuff? You bring them to your house and stuff. You take care of them and stuff. Why are you helping them out? Who are they to you? So it's not even about that. It's kind of weird because she catches That's herself it. doing the same thing, exactly. bro. She does the same thing and yeah. she questions it. And so... I'm like, to me, I care about people. Mm-hmm. To me, life is precious. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you, I don't see color. Mm-hmm. I see character. I see heart. Um, you know. So it's just, it's just, you know, her telling me that and stuff that I mean it's, it's just you know I'm confused I don't understand but I'm gonna tell you why you don't understand though bro <clears throat> <laughs> women are confusing I said that at the age of 11 years old but listen <laughs> let me tell you why I'm, women are confused my grandparents always t- my grandparents say that I always when I was 11 years old I said Grant, women are confusing and confused that was my cause she was she was even like was this too you don't really, and I'm not bragging or anything, and I know it's not big things, but I did a lot. I did more for her than they have for me. She I, has for me. It got to a certain point where he had, we had to like tell him that though, because he wasn't understanding that. And then now, like, now that he, it, it seems like now that he's saying it out loud for himself to understand and hear, it's a relief because at first it seemed like, Alec was in a position where he's like, oh, I'm doing everything in my power to help out and stuff. I'm getting judged for it. Um, and I don't know why it worries me a lot and everything. And I I remember sitting down in a car, in the car with him and like telling him like, I was like, who cares? Who gives a fuck? Like you're helping people that you love. I would be more judgmental if this man just walked up on the street and 
help someone that obviously well like let's say that someone that that's clearly just going to stab him in the back in the future right. you know that that douchebag of a human being you you can just tell and feel the vibes off of it right i would be more judgmental for something like that but this people this is people he's grown to understand and build a relationship and stuff it's it's second nature almost you no one questions or bats an eye whenever you say let's help friend a uh, uh, family right mm -hmm. but why is it whenever it comes to like friendships and other things that people start getting all like ooh and i think it's more so it's like i think it's more so that they're not receiving that all only themselves from you so they're like oh you're passing it around this help and friendship and you're not focusing on me yeah they're selfish and self they're selfish and self and they, so they're she's not like she's like uh i just don't see how somebody could do all this and not ask for anything in return but yeah no i told him i told him like who gives a fuck like why yeah. why like, like how can you, you don't how need can to he, answer that right how can you do all this and yeah. not ask anything in return and stuff because i said i said believe it or not mm -hmm. you care about people there's still people there's yeah. still good people in this world uh-huh yeah hell yeah <laughs> i said and she always says well not for me i mean it's 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 a it's a it's a culture thing fuck no it ain't a culture thing yeah. well, it's a... not culture bro it's individual it's human. There's a big excuse. I said, I, a big excuse. She's always bringing culture in the mix. Why? Fuck, no, it's not. I'm the same religion. Right. Religious or not religious. I'm, I'm, I'm saying religion doesn't teach you to, to fucking teach you to be like this. No. It's not fucking culture. Yeah. Right. We had to unlearn and relearn. It's you. She yeah. has to unlearn and relearn. I feel yeah. like, I feel like the, a lot of the time with those kind of people and stuff that are like self-centered and stuff, let them be. Let them be self-centered and not have friends to care about, care, care about and worry about. And then they find out, holy shit, I'm in a hole right now. I have no friends. I have no one to care about me. Why did I question whenever they were caring about me and questioning yeah. things about and, and stop questioning things about, you know? I'm going to tell you, it, this is how I look at it. I'm an active friend or something. And then I'm an inactive friend of others. What I mean is I could actively, like, say, for instance, you, you asked me uh, to help you on a project or something, right? I can actively help you on a project, right? But then when I actively help you on that project and you tell me, no, this is not the way to do it, this is not how we should do it, we get into it or whatever, instead of me being active, I'm still going to be that friend. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to be inactive supporting you. Mm -hmm. you know? All right, well, Adam, I mean, Adam is going to do this project is gonna finish it all by itself, but I'm not about to do anything. Infringe, yeah. I'm gonna let him finish it. And what it is is I'm being a friend, being yeah. supportive from the backside, and I'm you also gaining experience too. Yeah. 
It, like, you know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. I, I think I've told you about this. What? You know, I, I helped this, uh, this friend out. I'm not saying names. I helped this other friend out. Uh, was on the street. Mm-hmm. For two weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Family, family kicked this person out. Was on the street for two weeks. Gave him a place to live. I didn't have to do that shit. No, not at all. But I fucking cared about him. Yeah. <clears throat> Gave him a place to live for three, a uh, few months till he got on his feet and stuff. Um, I don't mind helping people out. I don't mind giving money to people, giving mm-hmm. charity. I don't. That's what I love doing. That's my passion. Mm-hmm. I love helping people. Because I never got that growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I do it. Um, but anytime we would ever talk or text each other or, or you would say hey and stuff it's going turn on. Into a conversation but it would it would turn it it wouldn't turn into an actual conversation with each other. It would always it would always turn into oh. hey can I borrow this money? Can I borrow something? Yeah. Can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? Can you give me this? Can you give me that? So it went, why does it why does it always So it went from excuse me. So it went from a conversation about you and then it shifted to her. They always shift to her. Uh, uh, well, him, him. Yeah. Well, oh, well. Yeah. 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 It go from you to him. Right. Yeah. Like we're still cool. Yeah. We're we're I mean, actually and really and truly, so like what I was trying to do. He did because the right. I didn't I didn't mind. I will say this, Alec though, for the first time I would say, like, on a genuine note, you did just about the right thing. Like I I'm not saying like of course, like you haven't done other right things, but I'm saying like this is like the best spot on and like knowing when too much is too much. Yeah. You know, you can do even it even goes for family. You can help them so much they can say, Hey, I want a thousand dollars today just because I need to pay my bill or something. But if you know, if they're not giving you anything in return or being receptive of that, then it gets to a cutoff point where like a I know I love you and I support you and whatever, but if I'm not going to, it's a, it's a, again, with the whole relationship, since it's a two way thing, Mm -hmm. you have to, in order to give, I have to be able to receive as well, you know? Right. And if you're not even providing a basic conversation, being there whenever times are rough, uh, just one-sided whole thing draw back a little bit make them check themselves holy shit this 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 dude is not this dude is starting to pull away a little bit i'm wondering why oh yeah i might be a little bit too much of a person to say like give me and give it, me give and me it's, and it's exactly right. it's exactly what i did and it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't just it wasn't to be mean or rude i was well, i did it because i loved him yeah i said I, I what i was trying to do because he was in a bad situation he 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 went through hardship mm-hmm. and I wanted I him, I wanted him to be able to, I wanted to teach him. I think you'd be a worse of a person if you kept providing without asking right. any questions. Yeah. That's, right. See, and that's the shit that I Blindly. suffered with. I kept providing and providing without asking. Yeah. 
you know, without them asking uh, either me, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we got to stop that. Dude. Right. I wanted him to get out of a situation to be able to be on his own two feet, to be able to provide for himself, not to have to depend on anybody. I'm going to tell you something, and I know your beliefs or whatever, but you know how they say, they say, how they say, you take one step, God will take two. Uh, you, you know, I took the, I, hold on, he said, uh, I'll take the next two steps if I, if I take the first. Yeah. Right? I'm going to tell you something. We have to, sometimes, you know, we want to live righteous. I mean, we want to live righteous all the time. Sometimes, yeah. though, we got to stop trying to be dogs. Right. Yeah. What I mean by that is, you know. We can't, we can't. No matter how hard we try, mm. yeah, we gotta start trying. Can't save everybody. Can't save everybody. No, can't save everybody. I learned, like, boy, if I don't save me, I can't save nobody. Yeah, I can't take care of my own mental right status. You gotta save me. Yeah, because you're almost, you're almost, in a sense, being like a uh, hypocrite. Yeah, you're, you're being like. Yeah. Hey yo, do this, do that, but I'm not gonna do it for myself. I'm not gonna pretend. I'm not gonna take away from it. Like, why the fuck would I take away from it? You need it, right? And the crazy thing is, this guy, he is. I'm proud. I'm. I am super proud of him now. Oh yeah, He's because a, he has. I think he needed that drawback to be like boom, grown. Holy shit! Exactly. I need he to has work grown myself. so much. He's, yeah. he's learned a lot now. He's got. A, he's in a good relationship with a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, he's good got job. a good job now. Mm-hmm. He's in management. He works his ass off, and oh he's doing. Yeah, oh boy, oh boy. yeah, he's doing so good now. And dude, let me tell you what he texted me the other day. What? It's gonna make me emotional, but mm-hmm. he said, he said, I appreciate. I appreciate what you did for me. I'm about to tell you something. I appreciate bro. you bringing me in. It's the littlest of things. I'm about to tell you something, bro. That's one thing. Number one, I wanted to say this a few minutes ago. Number one, men don't want you to listen. Well, we do want you to listen. Well, yeah. We don't want you to obey. Mm-hmm. We want you to listen. Yeah. And then another thing is we want to be appreciated. Yeah. That's it, friend. Like platonic, you, my partner, my bros, my my lover, my wife. We just won't be appreciated, man. That's why I say whenever it comes to the fact that you like when a man does get like appraised in a sense, like oh, nice shoes, nice clothes. You have a nice style. You have a nice complexion. Whatever, right? It sticks with us for for a long time because we never received that in our lives. We like bro i i remember the con like the the compliments i receive like maybe about a year year and a half ago just because you like no man gets that like no we don't get that dude and i mean honest women get it all the time the women do all the time girl girl you fine girl you fine Cute. Yeah. You know, when, do you, when do you ever hear? When do you ever hear? Damn, he's Ooh, cute. Damn, he's, he's damn, he's handsome. Damn, he. I ain't gonna lie to you. I hear a lot. You know what I'm saying? 
Fat, black, and ugly as ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now, nah, I get it a lot, but at the same time, dude, like. She gets it more. Yeah, she gets she, it more. At the end of the day, I'm not just going to say she gets it more. Because I look at all women a certain way, dude. And yeah. Yeah. I believe that they all should be appreciated. I kind of yeah, do. of course. Yeah. They all should be, you uh, know what I'm saying? Women, like, women are precious. Yeah, yeah. precious. But look, just as women is precious and babies is precious, men right? have to be. Men, it's time for us to uh-huh. be precious because guess what? I'm gonna tell you something, dude. I I grew up with with my dad being out of the home. Yeah, mostly because of incarceration. You know what I'm saying? Same thing here. So divorce and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like mostly because of incarceration. Yeah. So like. I was raised with my mom and all that, like, and I dealt with the same situation. Huh? I dealt with kind of the same situation. It's just like, but my mom, uh, like my dad, with the shit that he was supposed to teach me and supposed to instill in me, and my mom started to instill in me. And so my mom made me appreciate. She taught me how to appreciate a woman. Exactly. Women teach you how to be a gentleman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a, that's, that's the thing, because I saw it. I saw it. Oh, yeah. Bro, we, we, I, he I, hit I, it on the fucking nail. Yeah. I watched it as well. I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that shit crazy. Like, women teach you how to be a gentleman. And I'm going to tell you something. I was raised by my grandmother, my my, my two grandmothers, Tina and Tula, John Francis Pichon, and Florence Bellamy Morris, and... Tonita Dupont. You feel me? That's what I was raised by. Mm-hmm. And guess what? All of these women put together and they taught me how to be a gentleman. For real. And I just want everybody out there to know that. I'm single and I'm a gentleman. You heard me? I got my eyes on somebody, you know, but I'm single and I'm a gentleman. And we, like, because I was raised by my mom. He told me that. My daddy couldn't, you know, he was. What's it called? But they told me how to appreciate, bro. Yeah. How to appreciate women, bro. Yeah. Now, other than like, other than like, you know, life skills and, and stuff like, uh, you know, guy stuff that women can't really teach. Because it's hard, it's hard for a woman to teach that kind of stuff. Because it's easier for a woman to teach a daughter. Mm-hmm. But even with a daughter, I'm about to say this, dude. In this day and age, it's hard. I've, I've, I've learned to teach. I've learned that I have to be. The first man that my daughter falls mm-hmm. in love with. Yeah. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I gotta instill in my daughter, bro, like the importance of unity, family. Right. Right. Like unity. Like the man and the woman. United. I wanna yeah. teach her that, bro, because like she growing up, bro, to where women are independent. But you can't be independent because you can't impregnate yourself, number one. Mm-hmm. You depend on a man to impregnate you. Or you depend on the doctor to inseminate sperm from a man that's still dependent. Y'all still dependent on something. Mm-hmm. Y'all can be self-sufficient, but y'all can't be independent. Yeah. You hear me? I would say, I would say to a certain extent, there's a certain period, your youth and stuff, you can be as independent as you want. I would instill that the prime time of the youth and everything hits all the way to the year even like 
fifty. All right. Like, like about you know prime time of the youth of of a, a person because once fifty hits and stuff, you go you go a little bit you know. You decline. It's not, it's not more of that. It's more so of like you start slowing down. You start you know transitioning transitioning to family life being less independent right being more dependent knowing that it's okay to be dependent and stuff right and with that aspect i think even i think that goes for women to a certain extent as well i think to a certain extent women can be independent and do whatever the hell they want but again you said with the eventual thing if they want anything in regards to a family and some women don't want it okay whatever but if they want anything in regards to something close to a family and stuff or a daughter or a son or or the you know uh, other benefits it's just how natural life goes you're gonna eventually have to take on the role of being the dependent person right right? and living together and stuff don't say the dependent person because we don't want we don't the message that i'm trying to send is a dependent person, not yeah. the dependent person, because we depend on you too. I'm not, I'm like, I don't consider myself an independent man. Yeah. I'm a man that takes care of his own, you feel me? My kids, my home, my, yeah. everything that I have, I take care of myself. But guess what? I want a little soft lady to look out for me too. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? Yeah. yeah At the end of the day, you can say, there's so many people that are like, eh, I don't want that, I don't want that. But at the end of the day, you do. You, mm-hmm. you want that to a certain extent. You want that, dude. You want that. You Even the people that, that are saying that is the re- sole reason for people to look at them and be like, oh, they're just, you know, they they don't want that, but I want to be that. I think, I think, the, I think the, 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 the people that need that the most is the ones that saying they don't they want it. They don't want it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. They, cause they need that experience. They don't know what that experience is. Right. Yeah. So you know they need that experience, shit, man. And that's all. I'm like, bro, look, get your experience, and then, you know, like I'm all for that experience, shit. Yeah. Like, get it, because you never know. Like, how you don't know what you like if you ain't never did it? True. Right. You feel me? Yeah. And, and I, I also know this too. What you want and what God wants for you is two different things. That's true. So yeah. guess what? Even if you don't want this, you might you might get it. It might not last. We're, ne- we're never we're never given what we ask for. Mm-hmm. No, you you might be given less. Or you might you always, you always get what you put in. What you work for? What you yeah. Work for. But what you ask for, you never get what you ask for. No. But what you work for, yeah, you go, yeah, you gonna get, you get that ninety nine percent. If you weren't, if you weren't, because somebody owed you some money. The thing is, yeah. it's, <laughs> bitch, gotta have my. <laughs> <laughs> we heard that today. That's funny. Uh, but uh, even though you weren't expecting to to get that, there's a reason that you got that. Right. Because everything happens for a reason. It is, bro. So, look. Life lessons become blessings. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. yeah. All lessons become blessings, though. Yeah. That's why they rhyme with each other, you hear me? Yeah. 
Yeah, I looked at it so many times back in my life and stuff, especially if I was like in my own personal space. I was like, why don't I have that? Why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? But then I even, again, referencing back to the previous episode, was saying, like, stop turning those, stop saying things about like what you don't have and what, what you're not, you know, what you don't possess currently. Just, Go for what you do have currently. Work for the stuff that you don't have. And if it still doesn't come to you, then it wasn't meant for you. And so what? Just if... You gotta move on. Move on and, uh, you know, find something that will make you not so miserable and have to, like, put so much effort into it if it's not just... If it's not gonna be, you know, Mm -hmm. like willing to work with you some things are just not willing to like there's a difference go hand in hand there's a difference in there's never going to be happiness no they'll be content no there's there's never there's never this is this is what i see there's never happiness no matter what job or what relationship you have there's never happiness but you enjoy it I'm gonna tell you because if it's 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 not work, it's not work if you enjoy it. I, this this I I, I kind of like I kind of got a different outlook on that. Yeah, I look at it as like this here. Happiness, there is happiness, but it's temporary. Yeah, hmm. it's true. Happiness is temporary. Right. That's why they call it the honeymoon. It comes and goes. Like if it don't have an opposite. You hear me? Like they got antonyms and synonyms, right? If they don't have an opposite to a word, yeah. then it's, te- I mean, if they have an opposite to a word, then it's temporary. Yeah. But if they don't have no opposite, it's definite. So joy, uh-huh. joy is forever. Yeah. I don't want and happiness. You, and you learn that you learn to find joy in that, you learn to find joy in the situation. I would yes. s- you gotta you have to find joy. I would say that's why there is something called the uh the honeymoon phase in, in a relationship of any kind, any being. Like there's even honeymoon phases in jobs. Mm-hmm. You're like, right. oh, this is right for me. I got money, I've got this, I've got that, and you don't look you you almost like I feel like a lot again what I explained is you find that honeymoon phase and you get stuck in so much right. into it to where you're not even looking at what could be better for you exactly. anymore. Exactly. Right. Because there's never there's never there's never gonna be a perfect job. Yeah. But if you wanna get to the point where you want to be, you gotta go through shit. Yeah. Hold on, but but before you go through shit, what you gotta do? Like you say, a job, right? So you gotta put in work. You gotta put in work. Yep. You gotta put in work. Time bro. energy. Yeah. Savings at times, and you gotta go. You gotta go through your lifestyle. Dude, let me tell you something. And that shit that you, the shit that you go through, is lesson learned. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what I told a friend of mine earlier this week. She said, "I'm tired of going through shit. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of that." Well, if you don't go through it, then your ass gonna be stuck in it, (laughs) and then you know, you know what I'm saying, like. You're not gonna know how to get the fuck out. 
You have to, you have to go through it to be able to be, be able to put your foot down and say, this isn't right for me. Because if you were again, stuck in that honeymoon phase the whole entire time, then you're not finding out what's right for you. If you made it out, then you were the stronger one. Right. True. All day, every day. We all are the stronger ones, to be honest with you, because we survived. A lot of things. No. Just, just. Conception, period. Yeah. You got to think about it. The ones that's here, we survivors. And see, whenever you... My daddy bust a billion nuts yeah. in his lifetime. <laughs> I was one that survived. Oh, my God. <laughs> you sound like me, bro. I'm just being real. I was one that survived. We all survivors, huh? And the great... <clears throat> that was but, that one time my dad didn't pull out. <laughs> I'm I'm him. Like Kevin Gates said, I'm him. I'm him. The same yeah. thing what you told me the other day. You're saying that you're real proud of me. Yeah. Whenever I told you the recent event mm-hmm. that happened. Yeah. Bro, I was having my I was having it creep up in my mind again. Mm-hmm. I had a panic attack. Mm-hmm. But it was those thoughts were just creeping in again. They're going to. And I told, and I, that's why I was trying so hard to fight it. I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I yeah. was fighting it. And I was like, I just have to talk to somebody. Yeah. Call me. Because I was literally, I was about to. On the brink. I was on the brink, but I kept fighting it and stuff. Cause I was like, I, I got to talk to somebody. I can't drive oh. right now myself. I can't. I don't know what happened. Larry Jones. That's, no, no, no. I don't know what that's it. Larry Jones. No, literally. Yeah, we'll just turn it off. Um, Mel. Um, bro, I don't know how many times, right? Uh, I was in that situation, too. I didn't necessarily... I had the people to talk to, but not the right people to talk to. I was still in that friendship that was like, you know... I knew I couldn't really talk enough because I was in more in the situation of what you were in where... Okay, cool. You're having that problem, whatever, right? Or um, they would just get disappointed with me because I didn't like talk to them about their problems whenever I had problems arising myself. Again, with the whole selfishness, right? I got to a certain point in my life where thoughts and stuff like that creeped up in my mind. You're not gonna do this. You're not gonna be able to do this. Um, Life isn't valuable enough anymore. Stuff like that, right? I got to a certain point in my my existence where I was just like, you know what, bro, get to a point where you can just tell yourself to shut the fuck up and be like, okay, what, a, bro, like, bro, I know that's, that's not true. That's what I that's what I did. You just have to. That's what I did. Point. I said I said, I'm not gonna end this. Yeah. I said you I'm can. gonna beat this shit. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna end this. You can't. You can't. You can't end it, bro. Because it's not your time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out here. On, on for the world to know, dude. I suffered with it before myself. You feel me with the thoughts, like you say, is thoughts, and then it's attempting. Yeah, I never attempted. You heard me. I, mm-hmm. And and not because I'm a coward. It's because I'm stronger than that. I, like I feel like. Attempting it 
and no disrespect to you, but like just going through with that is that's cowardly. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's cowardly. And me, that's man, I'm stronger than that, man. Yeah. I'm stronger yeah. than that. Even though, and, but you gotta fight it. Yeah. I'm on Dude, the I same. just recently fought it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm and, on the same boat as you, man. Yeah. I am. I'm like, I feel like there's so many people out there that say that they're like, oh, bro, I will never do it because I'm too pussy. Right. Bro, it's not that you just, there's something in you that's like, there is that slide of hope right. that's saying like, bro, shut the, shut the fuck up. We're moving on. We're doing, right. this is just a phase. And they, the they crazy, blame it on that. Right. See, the, the thing crazy, about it is, people think if you don't go through it, you pussy. Yeah. No, yeah. you just strong, my nigga. But the crazy thing is, it's, it's, excuse my language. Yeah. You know no, that's like, okay. Like, and, I, and look, I probably was, I, you know, I was probably was cowardice, you know, even trying to attempt and stuff. But elegant. And I wasn't. I wasn't even like my my everything else was blocked. Yeah. If you get what I'm. Yeah, everything else was blocked. I was literally like, like I was in a trance or something. Like something was just telling me to take it. Take you know what matters though, right? And like, you know what matters though, right? The little inch in you that said, "No, I'm a no, bro." That's what. And that's all I meant. They talked about the first time. No, even the first time. Well, the first time I didn't stop myself. But you didn't go through the whole entire process. Let me tell you, because you could have done way worse to yourself. You didn't know the full story. Okay. So, I attempted. I was about to go. I was in the process. One of the supervisors came up and stopped it. Word. Stopped it. Got into my car because literally had to get a, which I didn't know what he was doing, but told me got a crowbar, was hitting the window, trying to get in the car. That's why you see the scratches on my window. Trying to get in the car just to try to get in because it's just coming out. Mm-hmm. Stopped it. I know it's not totally him. It was God. Right. First of all, first and foremost. Something but God said, sent him. Yeah, something said, nah, not, time, not your time, bro. God sent him. Man, God put that all in. God put God put that all into place from, from the get-go. You was in a safe place. Yeah. Where people knew you, that was gonna help you. Yeah. So even if you was gonna do it, you would got you, man. Look, it was not your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it the second, the second time I fought it. And and, and as long as you fight it and yeah. keep fighting, it's 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 a. The th- and the thing is, that's why. That's why the thing is, that's why I need this. Right. That's why I need to surround myself with like-minded people, with people that. Have gone through the same shit. Mm-hmm. They're not going to judge you at the end of the day, right? That because all I gotta say to those that do judge about anything, not even only about like suicide alone, but they're like just about anything. It's like I, I don't know. It just it, it it boggles my mind because I'm just like. Who, who are you to judge about someone's experiences whenever you either haven't gone through them yourself or you have gone through them but you just don't realize it and fail to like make your you know make that up in your head that you you know you went through that before but you're just like 
reflecting it off of other people to make yourself feel better. Like, who are you to do that? It makes no sense. They, 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 they're not human. <laughs> they aren't. <laughs> they're not human, dude. And then another thing you gotta understand is that, like me just being from a different demographic or whatever, you know, yeah. like, I'm waiting for you to judge me. I already know. <laughs> like, I, I got a target on my head. You know what I'm saying? I know this already. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm a man number one. I'm black number two. You know what I'm saying? I got a target on my head, so I'm waiting. For, I, I'm I'm used to the judgment. Like, it, like, what's gonna scare me is when you accept me. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's gonna scare me. <laughs> well, you know what? It's fu- it fucking sucks that you even have to feel that way. Oh, bro. It fucking sucks. It's it's stupid. It sucks. Like I I understand to a certain extent I will never understand of yeah. course because I'm not a part of the same demographic entirely I'm on the male side but of course I'm not you know yeah. black but considering that I know from other friends experiences and that I love them and like respect them so much that they're just as much of people as I am right like for me to put myself in that situation I'm like shit bro like Imagine if I was in that. <laughs> no, like that's yeah. fucked. You couldn't like, and that's my my thing. Like, and I don't try to hide the fact that I'm like an abnormal per. Like I, I like to like express myself, even like sometimes be even <coughs> myself to a certain extent. I came from a different country. I speak a different language. I do different things. Right. right. Mm-hmm. I even say whack shit just because I love that kind of stuff. You know, I love mm-hmm. it. Just like because. It makes people look at you like, what the fuck did you say? Because I show a long time. I said, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Because if he didn't do that shit. He would be concerned. I'd be like, life would be boring. What type of white shit do? It's just all. It, I'm just. He should say some random shit. Right no, no, I'm saying I won't know it like, because like my son, right? I got uh-huh. a 15 year old son. Like, right. he'd be saying some shit, like some whack shit that I think is whack. But then I look back on and like I You're like you know, I was doing that. <laughs> no, I was doing oh, yeah. you know weird shit too when uh-huh. I was his age, but at the same time I look back on it and I'll be like, yo, oh. he unique though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's Here's genuinely how, him. That's the thing, bro. Like a lot of people uh, it's I love to see the people that go out of their way to dress weird, do something weird, say something crazy, be different. Because you see all these clones in society, bro. Right. Because you can tell that they're being their genuine self. Because you see all the other people that are, like, trying to, like, almost fit in. And they're clones. Clones. Yeah. They being real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That ain't real. Real fake. That's what it is. Yeah. That ain't real. Yeah. That's not real, dude. Like, bro. Wake up, people. Wake up. That's why it's called this. <laughs> That's why it's called this. <laughs> Wake up, people. People, people need a reality check, bro. They do, bro. They do. Like, it's crazy. I, I'm, I'm so... I'm so... I get reality checks every day. I'm yeah, so I mean, fucking tired. Yeah, I love them. I'm so love fucking too. tired of... Fill up that bank, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of hearing... And and it's it's the normal. It's, it's normal. It's fuck now. Oh, well... Uh, 
um, that black man said this, or that black person, that, that this white person said this, that Asian person. I don't said understand this, why people say that. Like, why does it always have to be like that? Why can't it be this guy, that guy, this this woman, that woman, or this person? Because, because, bro, let me tell you something. I've heard that to be religious. The devil is about that separation. Exactly. Right? It you is. feel me? So you know they want to separate. They want to. They want to separate because when you. It's when you're separate, war, dude. Like what do they say? Divide and conquer, right? Yeah. So when you divide man from woman, when you divide white from black, when you divide, like when you break us up, you feel me? Shit. Yeah. I feel like the un- conquer our mind, and then they can conquer everything we have. Like uh, I feel like, like the unfortunate part of the fact of, of business is they would not be making money if we weren't divided. They won't to a certain extent. If but you think about it, but you gotta think about it like, see, I don't want to get y'all banned, or nothing, but y'all gotta think about it like this, hey, man. We're not gonna get banned. It's fine. Nah, we're okay with this. This is a business. Man. Mm-hmm. All that racism is a business. Yeah, be careful. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 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 all this segregation, shit. This this country is a business, dude. Yeah. Yup. They got a uh, 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 uh. I believe they have a barcode for the country. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like this barcode right here. You see this barcode? This country like that. Yeah, the country like that. They got a barcode on the damn country. You know what I'm saying? You got to be bought, sold, all that. You know? But. No, you wouldn't get us banned for saying that. that. That's truth. It's like. This, this, you know, I believe this shit is a business, right? And then in that business, everybody has. <coughs> People don't realize is is you know how wonderful the world would be if if we were united. We were united. You realize, I, and I said this on the last episode. Were you here during Hurricane Harvey? Yeah, I was. That day, or when it, after it happened, uh-huh. nobody cared what color they were. No, no, everybody helped each other. Out. Nobody cared the money that they had in their pocket. Nobody, Nobody cared, cared about that. About you know what's funny? I was a victim of Katrina and Harvey. Yeah, yeah. But during Katrina, you know, like in our little communities, yeah, we band together. But like on um, from now, like when I got out of New Orleans and got to Georgia, you know, people were looking at us funny. Like you know what I'm saying? Like damn. Like we was together in New Orleans, yeah. but then when we got to Georgia, you know, they said, you know, people separated and was looking at each other funny, like, oh, I'm better than you. Oh, yeah. See, bro, I'm gonna tell you something, dude. Like, bro, it's like I seen what Houston did and how they came together. Yeah, and they wasn't worried about color, race, yeah. none of that. Mm-hmm. And they actually, in my, you know, from me looking, my, from my point of view, Houston actually came and band back together. And yeah. with, with them being back together, they, they, they got this city back in order within two years. Yeah. It's been, what, 2005? Will be 18 years this year for Katrina? Uh-huh. Yeah. New Orleans is still here. Hey. Yeah. With a brick and two sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For real. <laughs> I know. They hit. I know. It was it was horrible. I would say this. I just left that this morning, dude. It was shitty. I'd say this. 
it's almost stupid not to be united whenever it I mean let alone where it's Houston it's Houston Houston is a epidemic for all kind of races we're actually the most we were rated 2022 2021's most ritually diverse yeah community and I feel like in a sense that makes it work right but I would say this with the facts that it, it kind of sucks because yes you have that concept and it should be brainlessly that we should all be united obviously we aren't but with that kept in mind nobody nobody uh unites until the storm strikes that's that's pretty much that's the, that, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's the whole more the, yeah i get it exactly. nobody unites until the storm strikes until the storm strikes i want to say this y'all were together when harvey hit right and like you say like i'm gonna agree with you up until this here check it out though it's divided like a motherfucker like houston yeah. is so diverse but divided at the same time. Yeah. And we're not divided by just color. It's by class too, dude. Class. It's, it's, it's segregated by class. It's, it's the same thing what my dad says. What up? Because now my dad is actually going to be running for mayor. Mm-hmm. In this city and stuff. Because he's tired. Mm-hmm. Of seeing division. And so he was like... um, He's like, we always, why, why do we always have to wait for something tragic to happen to implement change? Well, tragedy sells, number one. Tragedy sells. And that's what the United States has been selling us for. The media, bro, like, they, they sell us tragedy the worst every thing, day. The worst thing in this country <laughs> is the fucking media. <laughs> they, they fucking sell us tragedy every day and we buy that shit. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> who doesn't want to look at tragedy? Like, dude, I'm going to be real with you. You know, all right, so I'm an avid marijuana advocate. You hear me? Me too. Yeah. I do. I I'm going to say that. It hasn't caused problems. It hasn't never caused me. I, I actually have epilepsy. Been having it for 32 years. So, I've been taking um, CBD, CBD, Delta 8, Delta 10, whatever it may be. I've been taking that for the past 11 or 12 years, and I ain't catch a seizure since. Like, seriously? Like, you know, but uh, back to what I was saying, what my point I was trying to make. Um, Damn. I forgot my point, dude. Talking about implementing change and stuff, something tragic happening. Oh, yeah. tragedy. Yeah, tragedy. And shit like that, man. Look, dude, don't you know every day? Like, they, 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 all right, they're not gonna, they're not gonna fix the the problem with racism, but they'll fix some shit. And no disrespect to you because you from that area, but they'll go fix Ukraine, the Russia issues. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In a heartbeat. They'll fix every other... Like, it's just like... I'm going to give you a prime mm-hmm. example. Like, we do the shit... We, like, the United States, bro, is nosy. It's the, exactly. 
knows. They nosy as fuck. Getting there where they don't have no fucking business. It sucks because it also draws off with the people. Yeah. We're all just become nosy ass motherfuckers. Yeah, dude. I think it's in a color mode, a change mode, and I. I like the change. I like the color change mode. Shit, I think it's kind of cool. You know, <laughs> I think it is too. Yeah. It like dims the lights and shit. Yeah, sometimes. yeah. And I, yeah I think. But now, nah, um, dude, this 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 shit here, like, bro, we just we can't we we banding together tonight. So that's step one. Shit, you know what I'm saying? We come from three different, a hundred percent. Anglo-Saxon American, a <laughs> redneck. redneck, Slavic. I am Viking. I, 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 listen, I said, listen. Look, I, I consider myself not not light skinned but rice skinned. <laughs> well, I consider myself a Creole American, but you know, like, um, you know, I have a little bit of everything in me, man. Mm-hmm. You know, this man is from Europe, right? I'm European and Asian, yeah. All right, European mm-hmm. and Asian. Yeah. Like, we, that shit starting today. Mm-hmm. That shit start with us. You I mean, know? three different backgrounds, like, yeah. alone, talking on a conversation. Three different ages. Three different ages. I'm 21. His 21. guess, how old man? He's yeah. 25. 25. I'll be 40. Oh, yeah. I was, no, see, 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 I, that should be, I, I should get a compliment. I, that should be a compliment. You know what I told him? What? I told him, I said, he said, how old is this guy? And so I said, he's 35, 36. I'll be 40. <laughs> I'll be 40. I told, I was like, you know what no, I told him? I told him that I would butcher it for you and tell him, t- tell you that he I said you were like 50, 60. Alex, Alex, Alex said you look like you're 50. Yeah, 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 I was gonna butcher you. I was gonna yeah. throw him in the fire or something. No, I'm like, I'm like, I'm before the July. Wow, look great for you because he he's like he looks like early thirties. Yeah, appreciate. Yeah, so I'm gonna tell you why though, because I stood out the streets, man. Yeah. No disrespect, they gonna laugh. Oh, that. Well, that's what my mom is I stood out the streets and stood in the sheets. That keep you young. That'll keep you young. You get what I'm saying? That'll keep you young. Hey, look, <laughs> bro. Back when I we were talking about friends, like having women friends earlier, right? Yeah. Like, dude, women kept me out of the streets. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, having friends like that one, they kept me out of the streets. I will say this: there's only two people I make exceptions for in regards to this conversation. This is just my personal preference and stuff. I have two friends that I would consider that are like really close that are girls. Not necessarily for other girls and stuff unless they're in a relationship look setting for me because I trust these two women to like path, you know, like give me the setting for like, cause they're, they're both good in regards to, I, I can trust them entirely. I can understand where they're coming from and we don't have the, you know, we can have the arguments, but not like totally fall out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna only keep those two around. I'm never going to. I I personally pre- preference will never try to get beyond um, those two. I I can be friends, but I'm not gonna be like anything beyond. I'm gonna try to just be 
I'll be there. I'm not going to be like a complete asshole and be like, man, you know, but I have those two girls in my life that I know I can trust for sure. Mm -hmm. And there you go. Like, other than that, I'm, if I'm interested in a girl, it's more so in a relationship setting for me. And it's just based on the fact that I, I feel like if I got too close to an, another girl or something, I would more Ooh, so. Yeah, I would. I, no, I would feel. I would. I feel like there's emotions and like feelings that are attached, but I know mm-hmm. with those two girls that I will never. We will never be. You know, in that state. Yeah, I, and I, and I see. I'm gonna tell you something. Cause that's when things get confusing, and weird. Yeah, me personally, uh-huh. like, I didn't dealt with women mm-hmm. before, like on a romantic level, and then became friends. Yeah, but I noticed that I never did that before. But I gotta try it. I noticed <laughs> that those women mm-hmm. tend to uh, uh, overstep boundaries. Yup. You feel me? Now, like I, I didn't changed up. You know what I'm saying? Over the years, and if you my friend, you my friend. I'm not touching you. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you know it's gonna be protect, protect. You feel me? Yeah. I'm not gonna touch it. But you know, then I got then I got love interest. Uh-huh. Love interest. They gonna get. They're gonna know that they're they love interest. Know. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I love out loud. I'm a cancer dude. Like I love out loud. I felt that, bro. Yeah. I, I love out loud, but for the it I've been told by people that don't really know me that like I'm I'm uh, spacious or off putting mm-hmm. to certain people because I know I know how to pick from the bunch of people like on who they are as a person. Cause you're intuitive, like it's yeah. just like, and you know we don't like talking about you know you know a lot of people don't like talking about astrology. But like cancers, man, we are intuitive people, bro. Like we we sense we sense bullshit from a lot of We sense genuineness from a lot of I got that from my mom. <laughs> Personally, I think yeah. my mom was like always the person to be like bullshit, get them away. Yeah, <laughs> like, it up. Yeah, we, so we sense that shit from a lot of Great, yeah, because I'm I'm totally the opposite. Like what? I was, I was never. I could never sense like bullshit or anything. I originally couldn't. Like, and I was like, and I was always thinking that. Uh, like, uh, oh, let me just, you know, I care about everybody and stuff. I want, no. I want you know, people to. I'm learning this. I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, you know, I, um. You can do that to a certain point. Yeah, you can do that to a certain point. Like, I, I'm, uh, like, I've been friendly to everybody, but everybody's not your friend. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's, there's people, like, everybody ain't your friend. And the people you think, bro, like, yeah. There's like, the people you call friends, and then there's the people that are the friends. Right. You could call look the 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 label to me don't mean the shit. Yeah. Yeah. It don't mean like the the that label don't mean the shit if you ain't showing me like it's all about action. Yeah. You you say you're a friend, act like one. Nowadays, you know what I'm saying. Saying friend and stuff, I try to just skip it. Now, I just try to skip over it sometimes and just be like, okay, you're my brother, or you're my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, it's like friend just seems so tainted of a of a relationship nowadays. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do with you know, yeah. a couple other people, a few other people. It just feels like a tainted like 
you can call people friends and stuff, but those th- those are like friends. They're just that's all they'll ever be. It's like, right. And I don't even call you my friend. I was like, yeah, bro, you're not my friend. Yeah. You're my brother. Yeah, you're, you're my OG. Call, you always call me your brother, man. <laughs> you always call me your brother, dude. Yeah. Like, I, hey, bro. I got friends, bro, but I got brothers and I got sisters. Bro. Exactly. Like, I got, I have. You gotta learn this, how to distinct it. Yeah, I got, a, I got, a, I got this female friend that a sister. You, you and her, you, Cece. Oh, yeah. Cece, yeah, yeah that's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a female friend yeah. of mine. Never touched it. I don't know what she looked like. You hear me? But she is a friend. A real friend. Yeah. You feel me? And shit, man, like you like bruh, she acted though. She don't just tell me, oh, she my friend. She acted. You feel me? And that's what we so you know. It's all up, like, let's stop talking about it. That's usually... Let's go being about it. That's when I usually level up the person. I'm like, okay, we're friends. All right. I'm doing this for you. You're doing this for me. You're providing a stable relationship for me. And am I doing the same thing? Because I still have to be willing to put that, that in. And if it's not, <clears throat> then... No would loss. you would you would you ever tell I'm sorry, keep going. I'm just saying there's there's no loss or hurt in in the fact that hey, I'm not willing to put in as much work right. as you this is not gonna be a great brotherhood right. or friendship. Right. We can remain as friends, but it's not gonna be a right. brothership Would you ever would you ever say I love you to a friend? Yeah. Well um, well 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 because I tell him I text him almost every morning, every yeah. night. Like, yeah, you do the same. I love you, bro. You do the same to me, though. Like, when we're at work. Like, you know, it'll be like, yo, where you going at the Morris? Um, bro, I'm, I'm in uh, Columbus. Col- what it is it? Columbus. Columbus. Columbus yeah. yeah, Columbus, Texas. Uh, I'm in goddamn, uh, I'm in Port Arthur or something. He'll be like, you know, we have the conversation, then get off the phone and be like, I love you, bro. I love you too, bro. Straight up. The reason I say that? Yeah. Because you're my brother. Exactly. But I say that, I said, I say that, and I also say that, I said, because life is so fucking short, man. It is, bro. It is, man. We're not not guaranteed to love. Like you said earlier on in the podcast, like, man, I'm not about to sit up here. And don't see, I mean, and see, I don't. If I say I love you, I love you. Yeah. Period. I'm not going to throw around love Period. you, you know? If I say I love you, I love you. <laughs> and like, that's, that's, that's what it is. You can't just throw around the phrase and no, stuff. No, man, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. Yep. I don't know. I got to this weird point in my life. I actually had to check myself for sure because like bro I was with this girl her and I were like hitting things off perfectly and everything and I guess it, the the um, at the time I didn't even know but it was lust right mm-hmm. like we both had lust for each other heavily <laughs> and she slipped out I love you to me and I was like 
holy shit. And I said, I love you back, but it was like a instant, you know, and she didn't mean it either. She told me like afterwards, she's like, bro, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. And I was like, it's okay. I didn't entirely mean that myself. We were just in the heat of the moment. And then you don't love, you didn't love. And so I had to check myself and I was like, oh, with my family and stuff. I was like, they're like, I love you. And I'm like, I love you too. <laughs> or like friendships. I love you too. You know, like so. So you got to so you gotta check yourself with me. Nowadays, man. If I'm just like, mm. I'm going to tell you. Sometimes, like when it comes down to stuff like that, you got to think about this. Like this is an old, this is in the hood. Like. Yeah. If a chick told me, uh, if a chick told me, oh, I love you, I'd be like, oh, yeah, love me too. I've done that before. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, love me too. Well, a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, you got to be, you got to watch it with females when you're in the heat of the moment. When I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, watch it, dude. Shit. Yeah, be careful. Sometimes I done told a, a chick, I done told chicks, they tell me they love me. When I'm, you know, when we have an intercourse or whatever. Yup, because it's, it's just you don't love a bonding that's weird. Yeah, you don't love me. You just you love what I'm doing. You like what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. You don't love me, you like what the fuck. I was on the flip side of that I'm situation giving you, I'm giving you fucking well, I said it. Yeah. I said it. You said, oh, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. while, we while we were doing stuff, I was like, oh. I'm, I'm not even going to stun on you. I'm giving you fucking pleasure. I'm not going to even stun on you. I... Have been in, I, I, and I'm, I'm young, 16, 17, yeah. and chick probably eat me up or something, or yeah. doing something, and I'll be like, damn, boy, I love this girl. Lord, I love this girl. Knowing I don't love her, I just love what you're doing. Just love what you're doing. But I don't call myself, I don't call myself telling a chick I love her when I don't really love her. No. You know what I'm saying? But see, the ones that I do love, dude, I don't just tell them. I show them. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? Oh, yeah. I had to... With the whole checking myself, I had to check the people around me for sure as well. And just like... Okay, yeah. I mean, there's some there's some people in my family I, I already know. They There's people that do stuff with loving intent 24-7, 365... I check that. I do find I do find myself in a predicament sometimes that I have some family members that aren't always in the best interest and the love. Um, it's more so for their personal reasons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they blame it on other things. I don't want to specifically say who in my family, but I've caught myself with that. And that's where after being in the situation, I was like, do I really love this person? Like, bro. And then they got all concerned and stuff to me. And they're like, why aren't you saying I love you back? And why aren't you, you know? And I was like, oh, it's, it's nothing. I'm just like, you know, you too. You know, whatever. And they felt left out that I was not saying it to them and stuff. And then it sucks because I had to do that and enforce that for them to show me that they loved me again. And... Sure. I felt like it was just like, it was weird because it's in a family setting and stuff. You're not showing that you actually care and stuff. You're just showing that you care on a personal like level because you're, 
you're doing it for yourself, you know. Yeah, you're not doing it for nobody. You're not doing it for like the actual fact that you love the person. No, I'm not gonna say my family perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't have a lot of issues with that. Like my people really love me. Well, this isn't direct family. I'll tell you that. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit. They, I feel like they love more so one of my people's because it's a it's a father father and son relationship and then you know a stepmom mm-hmm. son relationship and i feel like i guess i'll just go out and say it stepmom not always showing like she she's showing that she loves my dad and she's showing and and saying that she loves my dad and the kids around me but to me i feel like almost a stick in the wind sometimes and she'll like reassure me and stuff but like Bro, you can say it so many times and you'll just be like, bro. Let me ask you this, though. You're, you're lying. <laughs> Why do you feel like that, though? Did the y'all actions. have any, did y'all, oh, I was about to say, did y'all have any, like, dis- well, I know y'all gonna have We've had plenty of disagreements. Family. Yeah, we're yeah. family. But I feel like loving someone, a lot of the times, even if you know that you're right, you don't always say, yo, I'm right, end of discussion, like, fuck off, right? You, right. you like, actually talk it out and stuff, and that's never happening. That, um, sometimes, that, that, that sounds like uh, somebody's feelings is being invalidated. Hers, not mine. My feelings are perfectly fine. I, I feel like I'm perfectly fine and content with myself, but I feel like she feels like she's on like a a rope, a tight rope to only care for the direct person, which is my father. When same. you know, yeah. it th- she always tells me though. She, she, I mean, I know Alec has the same problem. Him and I always talk about this. this is why we connect yeah, so well. His stepmom and, and yeah, his thinking, dad. Thinking like, yeah. You know, you you knew you knew the person had kids. Mm-hmm. I come with a package. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you I, need to respect that. I, I'm gonna tell you something. I, I, my 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 mom first husband. Mm-hmm. He, I gave this to me. I gave him hell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was because like I was protected again. Yeah. Superman, Superman, it's the Superman yeah. syndrome. My dad has it too. Try to protect my mama, yeah. you know, from all the shit that she, you know. So, <clears throat> like, I gave him hell, but then in the end, like on his deathbed, I sit there with him and I apologized to him for everything I ever did to him, cause he taught me, dude. Like, he taught me to be a man, bro. Real talk. Yeah. Taught you a lesson. At the end yeah, of the he taught he taught me how to like. He wasn't always the breadwinner, but he provided for my mom. Yeah, and he protected my mom. You feel me? And he respected us. We didn't always think that it was respect, but he respected us. Yeah, you feel me? Because we were just we were blind, like you know. Respect wanted, is like the least thing you can ask for. I wanted my dad in the picture. I wanted my like, man, my, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. My dad got the same name, so I'm like, yeah, man. You know, I, be, I had beat my, I had beat myself so up so many years, 
wanting my dad still in the picture and it's like like what what I wonder what could have been different what what would have been been like I'll tell you this I had a fear for that too at once I felt my dad slipping away from me because of my stepmom and I found out more so it wasn't my father's fault it, it was her manipulation right Honestly, but it's not, it's not always manipulation too. See, you could, you could be kids like, but mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Like, what I learned over the years, my mom's relationship with her husband is her relationship with her husband. They, we relate on different on different terms. And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, their relationship is, is theirs, bro. Like, I can't yeah. say nothing about it. I lo- I'm looking at it from a child's point of view. You feel me? Yeah. So I just stay in a child's place. When I was younger, I didn't stay in a child's place. But no. now, like, you know, I'm 40. Yeah. Even though I'm an adult, I'm still my mama child. Yeah. So <laughs> I stay in a child's place on that situation. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I will tell you this. I evaluated the situations that were going on with my own mom mm-hmm. and talked to her and everything. And she's like, she confirmed it. She's like, yeah, it sounds like it. And she even had experiences of her own with the three of us. Like, she would go to a game and stuff and see that I was in that situation. And she's like, there's definitely some kind of, like, manipulation or something going on here. Let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. Your mom is from your country? Uh, she, I'm actually, uh, I'm yeah, adopted yeah. So you said your mom is what? She's Italian. She's Italian. Your dad is what? White. Your dad is white. Mm-hmm. All right. It's cool being adopted. That's cool. Your dad, uh, fuck. And but so it's the stepmom. The stepmom. The stepmom. Where's she from? Louisiana. Oh, the Sicilian. Yeah, yeah, Sicilia. yeah. Shit. Yeah, she got any kids? No. That's her issue. Yep. <laughs> That's our issue right now. She no, she issue. just had kids just now. Like I'm I'm right, officially so, have two siblings now. All right, so boom, since you got two siblings now, right? So this what it is. So look, in the beginning, see what she did was she scalded the fuck out of him. Yeah. Because she didn't have no kids, so she don't know she didn't know the importance of right. being a parent. She really she really cause same thing with mine, she really did that before because now I have two stepsisters. Yeah. But she, she really did that before they came in the picture. Yeah, so look, yeah, she fucked me up before she, she fucked the shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, she, listen. She was the really best woman to step in the house like the very first day. This is wrong, this is wrong, you can't do this, you can't do that. I'm and like, it was but it was different every day. Like different moods every day. She would yep, be she would be uh, she would be so Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, I yeah, had this let's too. go, let's go. Let me take you, you know, for lunch or something. Let's go do something. I had this Next too. day, I'm like, she's like, rock, rock, rock. Yeah. you know what I'm talking about? So, that's like, that's women for you to be honest. Yeah, that's women, women in general. You. Yeah. Dude, like, <laughs> with me, I think, I, what, what you about to say? I was going to say this, though. The day that broke me and really made me understand what situation was going on, sitting back, realizing what was going on was a night where I realized she had no respect for me. Um, How do you feel that she didn't have no respect for you? My, my friend, I already told him about this. My friend passed away. Okay. Um, sophomore year, I had a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. My dad knew about him. My stepmom, I mean, my mom knew about him. 
but she doesn't really know 100% about him and stuff. And I was just in a pissy mood, like really sad. Didn't really want to talk about anything because like I was just taught growing up, don't talk about things, right. you know, figure things out yourself. And so that's what I was doing, right? And they saw I was in that mood and everything. I was at school, all the anxiety and like the sadness and all that stuff built up. And I didn't say anything. I actually threw up. Like I had like, my, my stomach was all butterfly and all that. And I threw up in the trash can. Got, went straight home. Uh, I remember, I think I passed out for like uh, an hour or two, right? Because I was tired. Mm-hmm. My parents, they sent me home early at like 12 o'clock or, or one or whatever. Uh, right before school closed. And... I got to the house, got home, fell asleep, woke up. It was dinner time. I went and had dinner. And that's when, boom, everything just. Because my parents are like, are you okay? What happened? And they're like, uh, they're like, you just seem like in a really bad mood and you're not talking to us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro. And so I just like hated no mind. I kept eating. And boom, all out of nowhere, just crying, like out of tears, like crazy. And my dad, he doesn't really, it, I don't, I'm not gonna like get mad at him for this. He just, he got really angry and frustrated because he had been like asking me all day and I didn't say anything to him. And so he was worried. He's like, I'm worried about you and like yelling at me and stuff, right? But it seemed like more in a lovely, loving t- tone, right? Here it comes around, my stepmom. She's like doing the exact same thing. She's like, now you got your dad all in a pissy mood and stuff, right? And she's like, I don't remember what she said before that. I said something back to her because I wasn't, I was like, bro, I'm not talking to you. You know, I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. And then she slapped me. She slapped you in the face? Yep. Number one. And I went straight to my room, closed the damn door. I will tell you this, to cap off the rest of the night, my dad came into my room and he's like, she shouldn't have done that to you. I talked to her. I, I yelled at her for that. And also, what's going on? Like, we need to talk. I told him about everything. And he, like, gave me a really cool reassurance for once in my life and stuff. He He's like, bro, next time anything happens like that, just talk to me, bro. Like, it's, it's not that, you know? Yeah. He's like, talk to me outside of the room. With what, what, what was your fear, though, for talking to the man? Oh, just your, your stepmom? I don't, yeah, I don't. I liked, at the time, in a sense, I, my dad wasn't about it. it. It didn't seem like from the outside that he was about talking and stuff in regards to that, just figuring it out on your own, because that's, that was his mentality. I go through these struggles every single day and everything. You need to figure it out yourself as well, right? He's like, that's just how he was raised, you know. He he. But you can't raise your kids like you was raised, dude. You gotta be better. I know. Than, like, well, hey, me as a father. I will say this: from my mom and my my dad, I'm the first one they ever had. They adopted me at a late age, five years old. Mm-hmm. They were learning just as much. Now, given my mom turned out to be like the better person and figure out things way faster than my dad, because my dad just lets his emotions get to him. And my mom doesn't. My mom's more of like evaluates the issue, sits back. Okay, what's going on here? 
this is what's happening. Cool. Need to fix this issue. My dad uh, on the other end, he's like, no, you know, antsy, all that kind of stuff. Just gets mad. No reason. Boom. He's really calmed down ever since he's had other kids, but you know. Mm -hmm. It shit seemed to me like, dude, so you was the first kid for both of them. And that's my stepmom. So that's what it was. So what it was was first time parents. Yep. He figured he navigating through yep. your dad navigating through life. I'm gonna tell you, my my grandmother, I was 18 years old, dude. Like, you know. Yeah. I uh, had then dropped out of high school, yeah. selling drugs, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Just being in the streets, whatever. Yeah. And my grandma had a conversation with me. And I was blaming my dad for everything, you yeah. know what I'm saying? My grandma said, you know what, son? You're 18. You are a baby in Christ, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm a Christian, right? Yeah. So, she was like, you're a baby in Christ. She was like, yo, just like you're a baby in Christ, your dad is a baby in Christ. Just like you walk in that walk, you know what I'm saying? Daily, he walk in that walk too, and he going through things just like you going this through things. Much, yeah. My dad was 20 years old when he had me. Yeah. My mom was 17, making 18, right? You know, so I, I, so I was a kid raised by kids. And my grandmother was 36. So, you know, I'm 40. Yeah. Now, so my grandmother was younger than me. Having a, you know, take care of a, a, a grandchild, <laughs> grandchild and, yeah. and children. So, like, my grandmother told me, though, like, in a, in a nutshell, my dad was going through something, just like I'm going through something. Yeah. So just like God is being patient with him, you need to be patient too. I do. Yeah. And and so, like I say that to say this with you, learn patience with your parents because they're still figuring it out. How old is your dad? He's fifty now. Yeah. He got. He's still figuring it out. And what you said mm -hmm. early on in the podcast about you don't. Like fifty is the cutoff, right? That's what you said, right? I would say, yeah. Mm -hmm. So boom, like he's still figuring that out, dude. So give yeah. him some time. Give him some time. I'm gonna say this about about step parents, though. My mom told me that. My mom told me she's like, listen, it's not entirely your dad's fault. He had to learn just as much as I do. And she's like, I'm not the one to judge like who's better at learning and all that stuff, but yeah. you know. Some people are just like a little bit slow learners in regards to that. Like my dad is starting to figure it out and stuff, but he doesn't still entirely. I think I, I feel like he has a sense of feeling where he could never be in the wrong almost. And that's where my mom like matured way more than he did to say I was in the wrong at the time. It's not entirely my fault. I just didn't know, you know. Mm -hmm. But he has yet to say that himself, at least from what I heard, you know, here. Because my mom even's like, bro, he didn't know just as much as me. Us as humans, bro, the biggest, I think one of the biggest issues that we have besides mm -hmm. racism and all that shit, like one of the biggest, I'm going to say it caters to the racism, really. The biggest issue that we have, dude, is accountability. Yeah. You feel me? And, and, and responsibility, like, 
Your dad got to be accountable. He got to be held accountable. He got to, you know, know that shit. Everybody got to be, your, your stepmom yeah. has to be held accountable. Like, yeah. they got to learn accountability. And my grandfather, like, I explained it all to him as well. And he's like, he's like, he told me as soon as, I took his advice. He told me just don't talk to them, like, sometimes and just make them worry about no, them. Don't, don't do that. Not, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's not, it's not that. It's like, yeah. It's like don't don't feed into it too much. Just be like, don't be an instigator. It, let them like trip over themselves. Let me ask you this question: Your grandfather's still living, right? Oh yes. So you could talk to him about anything, right? He's great. Yeah. All right. So if he's great, you need some kind of outlet, right? Let that be your outlet. If you can't talk to your dad, I'm gonna tell you something. Still to this day, it's his father too. It's kind of yeah, but I'm just saying, still to this day, I can't talk to my dad like I want to. Yeah. So, what I used to do before my grandfather passed was, man, I call him. Yeah. I'm gonna call my OG. Yeah. Cause my OG gonna, you know, he gonna give me the game. He gonna, exactly. he gonna tell me what it is, like raw and uncut. My grandfather never failed me, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was my outlet. He was, he, like my dad should have been the bridge between me and my grandfather. Yeah. But, my grandfather was actually the bridge. That's what's happening with my, my grandfather, yeah. So, mm -hmm. my point to you is, when you have something to talk about, dude, mm -hmm. talk about that with your grandpa, because he's great, like yeah. you said. Yeah. Don't talk about it with your dad, but don't don't always, you don't always, like my grandpa used to tell me, my, my, the last conversation me and my grandpa had, we was talking about women and relationships. Yeah. And he said, see, bro, I'm going to tell you this. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn to hold your hope. Yeah. Yep. Certain things, your your people say, even if they great at listening, yep. certain things ain't always good. You hear me? Yep. I said that to say this, like, cause my out of everything me and my grandpa talked about that last time, see that nigga, you gotta hold your heart. Yep. And when he told me that, I'm like, man, Papa, bro, you tripping? Yep. You feel me? Why I gotta hold my heart? You know. Yep. But, but if I want to survive in this, this if I want to survive in this love game, yeah. uh, you know, this relationship game, mm -hmm. I gotta do, so I gotta do some kind of like building. So I gotta build some type of wall. Oh yeah. So I get where you coming from. You know what I'm saying? But shit. Well, I I went to my grandfather in regards to outlets like this and stuff because he had the exact same problems with his family entirely. Uh -huh. His both of his mom and his dad were. Drunks, alcoholics. His mom passed away from alcoholism, and his dad couldn't take care of him or give any kinds of fucks about him. So he moved to his grandmother, which his grandmother also treated him like the scum of the earth. But she also like respected him enough to keep him around. She put the sister up on a on a pedestal more, but he. I, I asked him about stuff like that because he, he does, he knows, like, for sure, like, you know, um, he knows, like, self-value and all that more than, I, I would say, anyone in the family. Like, him and my grandmother, they know self-worth way more than... Let me ask you this. If he knows self-worth more than anybody in the family, like... 
if he knows so we're right, I think your dad should know it just as much as he does. Yeah. This, this he got lost in the luxury though. My my dad like got lost in this comfortable life. It seems like because he didn't have to struggle after my grandfather was like, all right, no more of seeing my kids struggle anymore. Oh my god, I learned it. Your dad was kind of like my dad. Exactly. I'm not gonna see my dad them, you know, had money. I mean, yeah. had, like they was rich enough. No. But my grandpa made it life easier for me. Yeah. You feel me? So sometimes it get sometimes it get um it, yeah it'll get to the heads and then it skip generations like my grandpa made it easy for him so when it made it easy for him he made it harder for me so I have to make it easier for my kids yeah you know what I'm saying I feel like I've had to work way more. Not in a sense in regards to, like, of course I live a comfortable lifestyle to a certain extent. Like, there's no problem with that, but I feel like I've had to work way more in regards to, like, understanding in the sense of, like, how to treat an individual correctly. Like, more, you know, I've had to figure out that for myself way more than... Let me ask you that. What's your belief system? What do you mean? Like... We all have a belief system. system. Are you talking about religious-wise? Yeah. I'm agnostic. And what is that? Like, agnostic? Yeah, it yeah, formed me. So, so... I believe in a higher power, but... But he's... But he's... But he's I just don't learn to touch myself. He's wanting, he's wanting to... He's trying to find that... Like, Which one's searching. the best one, yeah. All right. The reason why I say that is because the Bible said... Yeah. You know, be... You know, be like Christ. Yep. Right? So, no, what you would... All right. I mean, I believe in, like, any kind of prophet or anything. Be like Christ. So, listen. So, if I'm saying be like Christ, right? You said you need to learn how to treat people. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Just listen to them. Yep. Like, Christ treated people according to how God wanted it to go. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, He treated people... Like, he treated people... Night. I mean, you know, good. good. Just be Christ-like. Yeah. Like, with me, like, I do good. Right? Mm-hmm. I may slip up. I'm not perfect. Nobody is. But I try, I attempt to do good. But I try to My whole mission is to be better than I was the day before. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. That's what it is. Like, you know, you... you I've had to learn that aspect myself. Like, I just feel like I I don't. Yeah, I remember having this conversation because, like, I think this is where I figured out the fact of how my dad thinks in regards to like one way or the yeah. other. Uh, was when I talked about careers and stuff, right? I was like, I want a career that's gonna like. He he's like, what what are you interested in, right? I was like. Well, I'm interested in a career that's going to, like, keep me open-minded, not make me work a nine-to-five all the time, give me, like, the flexibility. I want to travel. I want to do things that, you know, I want to freelance in my creativity and in my, you know, all that, right? You want to be a jack-of-all-trees. Exactly. That's what I want to do. That's what, yeah. (laughs) And he said, he's like, well, he's like, well, there's no career like that. And I'm like... I was like, Dad, 
well, I, I originally thought that, right? Like, he told me that I'm young, naive. I think that. I think that, like, boom, right? And I go further on, 2022. I mean, 2020 hits again. COVID stuck in my... Because I, I was told this at, like, t- maybe 2018, 2017, I remember. We were talking <laughs> about, like, okay, we're, you're approaching getting out of high school, 2020. I mean, you're in high school officially. You're approaching getting out. What are you going to do with your life, right? And 2020 hit, and I, you know, of course, sitting around uh, trying to, like, cope with the fact that, you know, I can't talk to anybody and stuff and all that kind of stuff. But I also thought about that phrase that he said of, of that. And I'm like, I never asked him why not. Like, I never told him, like, okay, I can't do whatever I want to do. Why not? Like, why why can't I be a tra- jack of all trades? Why can't I take on my creative, you know? I can't, why can't I, why isn't there a job out there that is, you know? If there's so many supposed jobs out there and so many supposed career fields that they try to expose to the youth, then there's got to be at least one out there that's going to be like merging with what I want, right? So like with that concept, then why the fuck would I not have that availability, right? Like why would I not, why couldn't I have that? Like I don't understand. Well, I'll tell you something. You got, you doing something right now. <laughs> like, this podcast shit. I was, also, I was also told in 2020 that I wasn't doing anything with my life. You know that? I was told, I was told, they, they told me, they're like, uh, you're just living, living low, you're going to school, you're living comfortable. I was. But... They didn't see like behind the, the background and stuff of things. They just saw me in my moments where I was like a little bit bummed or not. They didn't ask me what my interests were. They didn't ask me about anything else than, are you going to school? Are you doing this? They want you to be productive. That's it. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you this though. You, um, Man, you gotta do what's best for you, man. Yeah. You gotta figure out. You like. You can't always live up to your parents' standards. No. I know I didn't like. I want to live with my mama. You know, like I, I ain't gonna even say my no. mama. No disrespect to my mama. Uh huh. You uh-huh. feel me? I probably didn't live up to her standards. <laughs> you feel me? But I probably, you know, like. My mom, like, she's always been supportive, no matter what yeah. I did. Like, you know, yeah. from the music to, well, I ain't going to say the music. First, when I was young, dude, nobody never knew this. Like, I wanted to be an archaeologist and a historian. Oh, I used to work for Dr. Forrest Borders in the African and African, African and African American Studies yeah. Department and, um, at Southern University in New Orleans, right? Yeah. So... And I was at 12. I wanted to be that. Like, I wanted to be a historian and archaeologist. Then, like, you know, I'm honing my skills on writing and, and rapping. So I'm telling myself, yo, 
Let me look at this music shit problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, because I know how to do it. Like, I'm good. Let me look at this music shit problem. Yeah. So, my mom always been supportive and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Of whatever I did. Yeah. Um, back to what I was trying to say, my point that I was trying yeah. to make. And excuse me, I'm tired. My eye coming out of all shit like that. But now, back to what the point that I was trying to make, but, um, like, Dude, the standards that our parents, you know, uh, uh, hold, hold, we don't have to worry about this, those standards. Yeah. Me. Like, like me personally, I want to live up to God's standards. Yeah. You feel me? No. I don't want to live up to my mom, because my mom, like, my mom probably wanted me to be a historian. My grandmother probably wanted me to be a damn lawyer. No. You feel me? Dog got some greater for me, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Shit, I, I do. I could argue all day, so I could be a lawyer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, you know, I love reading and I, I yeah. love being a damn history book, so I could have been a historian or yeah. a damn archaeologist or something like this. We actually <laughs> go when I was at uh, the, the previous one, I was in the office of the Air Force thing, and I was like, I was I was about to do Air Force because I saw that that was my only way out in regards to like, getting myself motivated to do stuff. And I was like, if I'm really going on my way to go into a military branch just to, to get myself interested in, in life it's, itself and not live it itself, then am I really living life? Like, it doesn't make sense. That was my only excuse why. Well, number two excuses, get away from my family and do that. Right. Like, my plan was to just be AFK. Like, I mean, sorry, uh, just S, uh, what's it, what's that called? Uh, when you're just, like, completely gone and, like, people are like, where the, where the hell did you go? You know? AWOL. AWOL, yeah. I was, my, my plan was just to be AWOL for my family for a minute and just, like, live my life, you know, whatever I'm doing over there and just not worry about it because it's left for home, right? Right. And just let them sink on the feelings and thoughts. But I feel like the greater taste of like, not so-called revenge, but the greater taste of like success is going to be if I can be more so self-made and do the things that I actually enjoy and achieve from it, like, and be good at it and do actually you know make it a career and all that is gonna be more it's gonna be more of a i told you so than trying to like latch off of something like something that i don't enjoy right i feel like my big because my dad wanted me to my dad gave me that thought of going to the air force that was your only way out in regards to that because he unintentionally he's just more of like a this is the way you know and I saw that as well, and and then I was I was like, you know what would be a better sweet taste of so-called revenge? I, I'm not a vengeful person, but so-called taste of revenge is if I make myself, if I am self-made, I do what I want, I enjoy, and I work my ass off because I know I'm that kind of person, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, after that, getting done with with that whole thing, I went to the gym. Worked out, worked on myself, read books, uh, started obviously being way more invested in my studies and stuff because at the time I was like, mm, studying, okay, whatever. I don't really need it. 
I, once I started studying the things that I actually needed in my life, I set up the, the plan. I was like, what do I want to do? Okay. I want to reach out to some people, tell them I can edit their videos. I can put my creativity and design, all that kind of stuff, right? Then learn off of those things, read the books, watch the videos, do those things. I'm going to enjoy my time way more than putting my, sign myself up for a military, being stuck in a possible war, not getting very much time for myself and all that. And, you know, I feel like, and then, and then the eventual, like, I will be successful, right? Like, even if, I, I think success is more determined on the individual. Everyone, everyone says that success comes from money, comes from this, comes from that. It's more from the individual, like what the person thinks is successful. So I would say on my personal, I would say, yeah, okay. Maybe have some, some money where I'm not so worried and I can also be away from my family and do the things that I want. Yes, have enough money to travel and also do the traveling do the things that I want to do. Um, and then also just keep my creative mind open and working because I found out that that's like my most treasurous, treasured thing, possession. Right. Is that the creativity never stops for me. Whether it's like catching myself saying something crazy or doing something crazy or... You know, just like making, putting a smile on someone's face. I, I've always loved doing that. And I, I, you know, I already knew that from the get-go. So why not, right? But also being realistic and being like, I have my problems. This person has their problems. We, let's talk it out, figure things out. Hence why I wanted to do a podcast, you know? Right. And that, like I said, this podcast shit, bro, it'll take you far. Yes. Shit, like... Mm -hmm. I'm I'm working on one myself. Yeah, with a, with a friend. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's, it's based on uh, health. Period. Like mm -hmm. mental health, spiritual. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even physical health. Like, yeah. Cause we, you know, um, we doing um, you know my tea. You yeah. Know, I was tell, telling you about my tea, about yeah. my detox tea. So detox tea. I'm into these herbs, right? Explain it. Explain it. Yeah. Well, right, so like. I, all right, so I got how I got into the herbs 2019. I, I was diagnosed with diabetes yeah. type two, and I noticed. And I'm just gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna just put it out there, like for a minute, man. Like, right, I'm, I'm having a baby in 2019. Yeah. <clears throat> um, the mother is younger than I am, so she, you know, she she want, you know, probably two three times. A day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So I got into the herbs because the medicine, the insulin and shit, yeah. got me um more proactive. No, the insulin had me tore up. Oh. I couldn't do nothing. I'm limp dick, all that oh, shit. I see, yeah. So I got into the herbs and then when I got into the herbs, the herbs I, I took this this uh Herb called gymnema. It's called a sugar. Yeah, I've yeah. been with you to the. Yeah, so dude, that shit been regulating my blood sugar, all that. 
Then I started into other herbs, and then I got into the detox tea, right? Try to lose this gut. So whenever you, you actually gave me a sam- some samples and stuff, and I took them, I did those and stuff, and I actually whenever they've helped. Like I respect people that can do that because there's so many people that are out there. Uh, back to the whole thing of doing the unnatural cheating route of that, like Viagra, those instant like boom interaction pills and everything. Right. Because once you do it naturally and stuff, it's gonna show in the performance and it's going to like be more longer lasting. I'm gonna tell you the natural shit for me, like I get the the maca root, black maca root, yeah. uh-huh. and I get the uh the tonkat ali. Then I tell you about that. Yeah, you know, that the tonkat ali is something different, dude. Like that bad boy of food, like but I deal with a lot of herbs, man, and, yep. it's, and it's natural, like, bro. We gotta get back to nature too, for real. Yeah, get back to nature, bro. We gotta get back to nature. That's why I'm pushing that the detox tea is um kind of like the tummy tea. You feel me? But all this stuff that they're promoting on fucking like TV and stuff about these pills, special yeah, pills, shit, stuff like that. Dude, my friend. All right, she started it December the seventeenth. Right? Yeah. From and like and she read in at two forty nine, right? She big fine. Like five for five, five for six, <laughs> two like but she fine. Yeah. Right? So she started it um like on the seventeenth. Like now to to today, what? January eighth, she down twenty five pounds. Yeah. You feel me? Off the off the the tea. The tea alone. Yeah, so we we I'm pushing that tea, man. I'll let you guys know real quick. Uh, Ryan Garcia lost to the tank. Oh damn! Who is Ryan Garcia? Oh, Ryan Garcia is like a famous uh, boxer and stuff. What are you talking about? Oh, you talking about uh, yeah. tank? Yeah. Uh, the tank. The Javante. Yeah. Yeah, Javante. Yeah. yeah. He beat him. I'll just say that real quick. Yeah, yeah. that's what's up. That's, what's that's up, cool. Dude. That's cool. I'm big with I'm I'm, I'm yeah Javante um, yeah shout out to Tank though yeah Tank will kill it in the future for sure but so. um what I wanted to say yeah I know that's why that's why dude that's why I started getting um uh, I see this man drinking some tea and yeah natural stuff changed my, I changed my diet and stuff yeah I heard man. um I heard by the way the best one the best kind of tea. For you out there is the uh, I forgot what it's called. I drink it every once in a while as well, just to like, cause it it doesn't only help with like bloatedness, but it also helps with, like mental and all that kind of stuff. It's um, I forget what that kind of that herb is called. It's they also have it in like boba form. I forgot what it's called, but it's it's it does wonders. Tabro, tabro, oh no, tabro, tabro, tabro. No. Maybe that taro flavor. I tell you one thing. This tea here. Yeah. Bro. Now, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all what to do. When, like, I'm about to, uh, you know, get my um my packaging and everything together. Yeah. You know, you about to start business. We, yeah, we yeah. yeah, we basically in trials right now, but I'm about to get my package in together. Yeah, and everything and push it. But the tea, dude, when y'all use it, y'all can't 
go home. Y'all can't go nowhere for like twenty four hours. Yeah, no. You got to stay home. <coughs> really? Because it literally just yeah, it's gonna. It's come a cleaner. Yeah, it's, it's a cleanser. Come, it's gonna come out. Of I see. I see. So, and I can just tell you some of the stuff that I got in there. You know? But it just makes you feel. I was gonna tell you. Yeah, yes. hell yeah, dude. You feel so did much you guys better. watch? Did you watch the episode of Doctor Phil where that girl was uh, sponsoring her drink and stuff, yes. and it was just mixed with nothing but salt? So she she called it magical waterfalls, and it made, it was more than a cleanser. She said that it would like regrow your like broken arms and limbs and stuff, and it was alive. What was wrong with that? Huh? What's wrong with her? Uh, the, she's on Dr. Phil, so they'll clearly yeah, allow you know, No one on there is. <laughs> nah, this tea here is, but, like yeah. I said, it's all natural. It, it just, it just, it's going to clean you out, dude. Like, and me being a diabetic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to, like, you got to keep your clothes in check. You got to make yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. You got to clean that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And it's shit, it's work. It works, dude. It works. I thought you were gonna bring some today, but uh, nah, probably a good idea you didn't you bring. You know what? It. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring it next time. Like, okay. I really want to get back on it. Oh yeah, we'll definitely. I want to be on. like a special guest, dude. Yeah. Every so often, least, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we got y'all. I'm putting like this here. I'm. I'm. I'm the. I'm Lil Boosie. And y'all DJ Vlad. <laughs> I get it, I get it. That man was on the, so yeah. many times, bro. Like, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'll say this. Uh, our next guest is going to be quite uh, interesting. I already told you about him a little bit. He's yeah. that audio design guy. I would like to say maybe one of them, we can get a collab, like all three, like two of them, both of them, yeah. so that they can talk things out as well because he... Again, he we did a podcast together formally. Like I, I uh-huh. used to do one with him as well. Uh, well, not as well, but I did one with him originally, and he did levels with audio design and everything. So, um, yeah, he uh, he has the uh, expertise to like prove that he can do he can do some wonders with it. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, he um. That's his world. He he's always wanted to do it. Uh, I will say this. Unfortunately, I I do need to talk to him about this next time around. But I think he's one of those guys that like to a certain extent have given up on his dreams and goals because like reality to a certain extent has struck him too much. And I'm like, dude, you can't look at it like that, bro. You gotta. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was a guy that gave up on my dreams. Yeah. Cause reality hit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like smack dab in the face. But I'm gonna tell you this. I ain't fully give up on it no. because I'm still You're still writing. doing yourself, yeah. Yeah, I'm still writing, uh-huh. I'm still recording and you know, like I think the next step for you would be uh networking. Yeah, I, I mean this know, is a great way to network yourself. Right? For sure, for sure. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm always networking like yeah. Bug the Fly Rider. B O O G T H E. P H L Y W R I T E R. That's Bug the Fly Rider. You can find me on Instagram, um, the Fly Rider on Twitter. Just Google me, man. Yeah. Bug the Fly Rider. I'm from New Orleans, the Night Wall, across the canal, for sure, all day, every day. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? I've heard some of the men's stuff that's definitely worked. And it's like for once in this industry of, of rap and everything nowadays, it's actually unique for once. Like I, I hear like it's starting to merge and everything with the, all the artists. Yeah, yeah. No, this this guy's got like some like actual unique stuff that, that's out there. That's what it is, man. And it's good. Yeah. It's good because like I mean you see you see that there's all those people that the ones that do get successful are the ones that are you know push the envelope a little bit it sucks though because a lot of those people they started off with the uniqueness then they slowly merge into like right what's the norm yeah and that's something that stood out that 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 i stand out with like for real like i'm outside of the norm i'm outside of the norm like I'm a backpacker by heart, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, That's yeah. Good. I'm a lyricist, dude. So yeah. you know, I get it in a, any kind of way, but I'm a lyricist. I I used to write music for a buddy of mine. You had as well, yeah. Again, Jack of all trades. <laughs> That's what it is. So, like that's what yeah. I'm gonna tell you something though. Mm-hmm. You're a fellow cancer. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are Jack of all trades for real. Like we get, we put our head in everything. Dude, I got this song called uh, Fall From Fiction. Uh, not Fall From Fiction. Uh-huh. Uh, Aerophobia. Aerophobia. Uh-huh. And if you, you know, if you, the the definition of aerophobia is a fear of flying. Right. It's a letter to myself. You know what I'm saying? That's and the first one. couple of verses was like, never finish what you start. Right. I mean, the first couple of balls is like, never finish what you start. A sudden change of heart. You claim it's robber's block because you lost your train of thought. Unknown, mm-hmm. unknown, yeah, you love to play that part. You should be up at the top, but you choose to play it small. Yeah. yeah. That's some good lyrics. <clears throat> that and is then, smart. But then I got to say, <clears throat> no hawk that you fit to succeed in a world full of greed. No yeah. stress when you treat. You know what I'm saying? But back in, but what I was saying. Um, Those are some good ass lyrics. Man. Yeah. Again, <laughs> what, the, what I'm saying, guys, come on. Yeah. Um, but I say I like to say this like aerophobia was a letter to myself. That's good about not giving up. Yeah, like really, it, it it's like it was. I had a fear of a success. Yeah. yeah, fear of flying. Mm-hmm. A fear of success. Like when you succeed at something, yeah. no matter if you, no matter if you, you know. Um, um, twenty feet off the ground, uh, yeah. two hundred feet off the ground, or uh, twenty thousand off the ground. Mm-hmm. You still flying when you yeah. succeed, right? So that's what aerophobia was. Like I had a fear of success. I'll tell you this, but I had that experience myself. I used to be a actual mm-hmm. like adamant streamer and stuff, mm-hmm. and I remember being in this predicament. I had like two or three raids and. Raids are like people like put other people from their stream into you and then they get offline, right? Mm -hmm. They just do it. They're like, oh, we're going to raid this guy. Everyone go follow him. You know, I had like one stream. I was like 50, no, 70 people. And I was like, holy shit. Like I just like completely like, you know, shut down, shut down. Like I was, I was entertaining before that. Right. Um, And I got into this and I was like, Oh, and I think once, like, they stay consistently there, like, but, like, because I was 
Uh, I remember I got into that 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 predicament, and then I was like, you know what? No, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna just continue to go, and I did go, and I think it died out, dimmed out, like towards the end and everything. And I was like, damn, bro. Like, am I really scared to like take off and like do what I, you know? Cause like I I really changed up once everybody was watching me, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, it's kind of it's just. I, I get the feeling of like feeling the fear to fly because like, yeah. cause once you're flying, you're like, yeah, damn, bro, like what is going on? Like, yeah. you you don't expect it, you know? You don't, bro. And but, even being even taken off in an actual legit plane, you don't expect it. Don't like the feeling it. ever, you're like always anticipating it. It's the same feeling you get whenever you're on a roller coaster. You're right. anticipating yeah. that drop. And that adrenaline mm-hmm. rush. The adrenaline. And yet some people can't handle the adrenaline rush. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why I stay off the fucking, uh, I, like when I go to the, uh, like the rodeos and shit uh-huh. out here in Houston, I ain't getting no rides. Yeah. Hey, 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 basketball. Like hey, hey, me too, me too. Yeah. Me too, too. Man. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. No, 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 no. No, no ride. You ask him. I was no like, bro, I'm staying right here, bro. Yeah, right fucking here. The ground looks nice, right? Well grounded. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, I remember because when you know when I went up to Nashville and stuff, bro, I had to take five fucking flights in one week. Yeah. You serious? Five flights? Because uh, I'm like, and I'm like, bro, I'm tired. Of he's like, I'm so glad I'm, I'm so glad I'm on the fucking ground, dude. Uh, like, no. <laughs> that, that, look, I've been flying all year. It's time. Well, all that shit, I've been flying. Like, I'm chilling. Fuck that. I'm grounded. I feel like I'm going to eventually have that kind of lifestyle and job and stuff in my prime years because there's no problem with that. I want to go and do things and get things out of the way, network myself and everything. I know that not everything's locally. In fact, like there's a lot of things that aren't locally right here because it's not the epicenter for like entertainment or anything. No, it's not. It's an epicenter for like music though. It is. It is. Like, I'm going to tell you something. But, yeah. You go up the street though. Well, go up the street to Austin. Yeah. But you can do it right here in Houston, dude. Like, you know, you can do it in Houston. Like, my thing is, I came to Houston thinking that. I was gonna get my music out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I did Atlanta. I made solid connections in Atlanta with industry cats, with local cats. I made solid connections with these cats. Shout out to my dude, Gotti. He originally from Chicago. You know what I'm saying? That's my dude. Shout out to uh, Tony Bone from the East Side in Maryland. Uh, Don D O N. Tilo Real, uh, uh, Tracy T, the dudes went to like all your high school with me, bunch of these little dudes. Anyway, uh, I got to Houston, dude. Nobody not fucking with nobody. No. Southside not fucking with Northside, Northside not fucking with Southside, Southwest not fucking with Eastside, Eastside not no. fucking with Southwest, and then ain't nobody fucking with me because I'm from New Orleans. Um, right. You feel me? Nobody can trust nobody. Right. So it was it was like it was fucked up for me. But Houston, you can make it in Houston, dude. Yeah. You can make it in Houston. In yeah. anything. Houston yeah. is both like it's a like I feel like yeah. yes, 
Yes, but, and no, of course, yeah, like, and no, I'm just saying, like, in a sense, like, I want to be bigger than just, like, stuck here and just doing this, you know? If, if Houston is not for you, eventually. Yeah. What is, what is Houston known for? What is Houston known for? Like, what's the most, besides the oil? What's the most like famous shit that they're known for? Uh, Houston. I would say uh, food. Food. No, no, fuck the food. I'm talking about outside of the culture. Oh, outside of the culture. Army. Fuck it. NASA, man. Oh, NASA. Yeah. Uh, so let Houston be a launching pad. True. True. You feel me? I feel it. Yeah. Let it be. Let it be a launching yeah, pad. Space, yeah, space. Yeah, space. cause yeah. you like your ceiling is. You got an infinite ceiling, though. I do. Like, yeah. So. I do. Shit, do your thing, bro. And yeah. if you need my help, I'm here. Of course, of course. I'm, I'm here to help as well. If you need my help, I'm here. If anybody, if any one of y'all need, definitely, yeah. I'm here, dude. It's about networking at the end of the day again. Network. Again. So I learned this in Atlanta. I went to a conference, a music conference. Um, what's the guy's name? Kelby Hannick or whatever. Yeah. He know what I'm talking about. You heard me? Kelby. Anyway, uh, somebody around there had a t-shirt on and it said, I network to increase my network. Yeah. 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 You heard me? True, true. It is what it is. Yeah. I network. Yeah. Build your network, bro. You got it right here, dude. Like, I came up in here and I'm thinking, you know, it was going to be some ranky dink ass shit. <laughs> no, we're putting this thing together. I know y'all putting it together. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's nice. Yeah. But I said that to see this. Like, mm-hmm. bro, y'all got everything that I need. <laughs> For to get my shit off the ground, yeah, you yeah. feel me? So, why not network exactly? You feel yeah. me? Yeah, my resource, I'm gonna put my resources with your resources, and then we're gonna vice versa, yeah, hand in hand kind of thing, yeah, fucking right, yeah, yeah and it's relationships that's back, back to the topic at hand, yeah. that's forming relationships right. and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not what you know, you it's already good. know, no, that's that's the American way, definitely, definitely. You know, the the American way is who you know. It's True. not always what you know. Yeah. Because I can know a whole lot of shit. I do know a whole lot of shit. I don't know yeah. everything, but I know a whole lot of shit. But that's what. That ain't going to put me, that ain't going to give me a, a seven-figure salary. No. Nope. Because I know a lot of shit. Right. I got to fucking know who to, you know what I'm saying? I got to connect, connect the dots. Yeah. Got to connect the fucking dots. I've got a couple of personal, like, networking opportunities myself and stuff and I've taken them but there's some of them where I just did not connect with the person and I, I decided that was not my future but for what reason because of your taxes because you decided not to connect with them for what reason so the most recent thing that I've seen uh was I remember we were talking about like I remember when we, we were talking about one time like I don't know how to explain it. I network with people with, that are like-minded. 
more so for me, right? All right. I like to, I like to. They have an understanding of me. I understand them, right? And when you're talking like mumble jumble, like this person was, they were like really out of my league in the sense of like understanding things. I was more so. I don't know. I felt like. To a certain extent, they were coming at me with an approach saying, like, I know more stuff than you and all that. And they were just up in my face about it. And it was more like, this is not going to work in regards to networking with you because this is about what I don't know or what I need to work on, right? So, in other words, he was, And you just criticize him for no reason, you know? He was basically like, we're holding the information. All right, boom. Yep. It's kind of like... All right, you asking for your hand, you you asking for a hand and something, and yeah. then he got all the answers, but mm-hmm. he ain't gonna get it to you. I know a lot of dudes like that in the music industry, like you know what I'm saying. Well, I mean, the answer is not always gonna be in your face. I'm not complaining about that or anything. It's just whenever he did explain it, I just didn't understand at all what he was saying, and I try to ask him like a re, and then he's like, bro. You really don't know what I'm talking about? I'm like, no, dude. This is like one of my first shots of like anything in regards to networking my myself. And he just, it just seemed like more of a criticism help than a help towards like what, what could benefit me more, you know? I'm going to tell you something, though. Uh-huh. Even if it's a, uh, even if it's criticism in helping somebody, like, mm-hmm. what, all right, put it like this here. They have, they got guys that I know yeah. that I didn't ask for help and they criticized me for it. But yeah. guess what? I took the good out of the shit, threw all the negative shit away, and I yeah. just took, like... But I remember I remember one of my buddies was like, alright, when you're interviewed with him and talking to him, helping you network, you show your video, right? Mm-hmm. I showed him one of my videos. He's like, you think... Um, you should put a border around your your uh, your your camera, right? For for like since you have a camera of you talking and then the game, right? And I tell them, well, I think it's a little bit flashy and like center focusing only on me whenever it comes to playing the game, right? I don't want to like have myself bordered around because that border, like a lot of people like to put like flashy things like colors and all that stuff. For the border and it just kind of takes away from the gameplay it's more so like reacting what i'm doing right in other I, words you in other words you are focused on your main focus is gameplay yeah this guy main focus is marketing you yeah. as a gamer exactly and he told me he's like then why do you have the camera on in your face in the first place if you don't want that to be your sole attention i was like i want people to be able to see my face and my reactions and play in the game it's you're taken away from that whenever you're just putting a border there right away he didn't even watch three seconds of my video and said that right away and he didn't say he didn't he didn't want to like give me any more criticism or anything else and i was like because i have my way set i know what works for me my audience likes this i'm gonna stick to this but i'm gonna tell you what he did Uh uh-huh you not it goes back to what I said. Networking to increase your network. Yep. So 
he took that, what I said, basically, he's, he's telling you, look, you come to network with me, I'm going to show you a way to make money. Yeah. You feel me? Well, what you doing? Networking is all about making money. Yeah. It's opportunities. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to, to, well, for, 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 the good thing about that, though, is I passed him on, went straight to another person, boom, we picked right back up, and it, it was perfect. And and so... It's and that person's working. doing... So you... Yeah, stuff. it's been working for you ever since. Yeah. All right, well, good. I'm just so like... You know, I know one thing, whatever mm-hmm. I do with Ben, you know what I'm saying? He ain't about the money. He about the... You know what I'm saying? Well, because he even was complete. I remember during an interview process... Oh, I'm having all these people work for me and they're working for me for free right now and all that stuff. But it's only to like push up my ratings and stuff. And if it doesn't push up my ratings, then I'm out of here and not doing this anymore. What's the point if you're not enjoying what you do and you're just making this only solely like job based, especially in a creative field? Dude, I'm going to tell you something. Mm -hmm. And my, my, my music... In my music yeah. journey, I I got a close relative that came to me and he was like, "Look, I want to start doing music. Yeah. I want to I want to rap or whatever." Yeah. And you know, I'm looking at his situation, and I'm looking at my situation, and I'm like, you know, I I do shit for the love, of course. you know. You know, so like, it's the love of the, of, of, of the arts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was in it solely for the money, right? Yeah. So, it was the same situation. Like, we bumped heads and shit. Like, I'm telling him, yo. He was about that for the views and stuff. He wasn't about it for yeah, that. Yeah, he wasn't. He was just, it was just, it was about money. Yeah. It wasn't about, like, he just want to generate money. Money, money going to come eventually. Yeah. Let's get your craft together. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, you know, when you first, when I first, when you first handed me, you didn't even know how to write at all. Yeah. So I'm, you know, helping him with writing and all that shit. And then, like, all of a sudden, he got better. Yeah. At, he got better at Rapping or whatever, mm-hmm. but the mission for him and the mission for me was two different things. Yeah, it was about the it was me. It was I was I was in it for the love. Yeah, the money gonna come. Right? Yep. he wanted the money. Yeah, you if you start me? if you start and with money, views, attention, uh, that kind of stuff, then it's like, what's the purpose at that point? Yeah, because you're not not you 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 making it a job, just uh-huh. like you see. He made it a job. I'm trying to make it a, I'm making it fun. A for lifestyle, me. Almost. yeah, yeah. A fun. Like it's fun for me. Like uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pick up and play a basketball, play basketball when I was younger if it wasn't fun for me. Right. Like you know, and it's therapy for me too. Like yeah. right. And therapy as well, yeah. Yeah, it's therapy for me. You can do numbers, yes. Speaking about therapy, my I have a friend. Um, she's a therapist, dude. Uh huh. And I wanna like. Uh-huh. Like if y'all need to, t- if y'all need to talk to uh-huh. anybody about, you know, yeah. just on any situation, dude, give a y'all gotta give, give a, a call. call. Yeah, I won't put um. What's her rate? Uh, she could give you she, just call her, uh-huh. and she'll give you the rates. Okay. You know what I'm saying? She, 
the name of it is uh, authentically you counseling and consultation. Okay. You know, um, I think it's always nice to have therapy, even if you think things are going right in your, your life, yeah. because it helps motivate and push you in directions you didn't think. It, it, it's, it's good, dude. Yeah. Like, and I'm going to tell you something, being a man and then a being a black man. Yeah. You thought that shit that shit was crazy. Like, you know. Oh, we okay. now we see we see we see and not not to separate or whatever, but we see white guys go to therapy and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we never tried it. I, I mean tried. I see it myself. I, I remember seeing it like when I first came here and I'm like, bro, what is this? <laughs> like why? Yeah. We oh, don't so talk to people that we don't know. Like what are you talking and about? And that's crazy. Yeah. And shit. Like that's the same shit that yeah. That I say, like, I don't talk to nobody. I'm talking I was to actually dog. told, right? I was told, and I actually do want this as a life experience one time. Even if it's someone else that I don't know. I feel like it would be way better that some things, such as personal life and stuff, could be addressed and explained better to a stranger, from a stranger, than anyone else. The people that know you and stuff. I feel like, because... That leaves judgment out of the picture, right? Yeah, that's basically what is. Yeah, yeah. It leaves judgment out of the picture and stuff. So you're, they're getting to know you, and build on you and stuff. You know, so I feel like one day if I have like some crazy thing lingering around on me or something, I'm just if I just walk or something, I just be like, you know what? I'm gonna go talk to this person see see what they think. You know, because they're not gonna judge me about it. Uh, they might, but who cares? I don't know them like that. You know. Right. Um, and then I would love for someone to do that to me, you know, especially if, if like, uh, one day for whatever reason I get big or something and someone uh, like a fan or something wants to come up and like ask a question because they know I don't, I won't judge them. I would love that shit. That would be amazing. You gotta program yourself, dude. Look at it like this. I've been programming myself to look at people as strangers, even your family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you look at when you, when you look at people as strangers, is everybody that strangers? Then you gonna be eat like with me, like because I'm 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 social. Yeah. So and I, 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 I find it easy. So you're to an know. extroverted cancer, and I'm an introverted. Yeah. Cancer. No, it's <laughs> like, okay. I'm, I'm social, <laughs> like I, um, I'm an intro extrovert actually. I, yeah, like, I'm both. I'm yeah, both. Yeah. I, I speak for myself. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Like. My shit is in a weird way, dude. Like, I, like you know, I don't like talking on the phone when I'm driving. Yeah. Uh, I don't like listening to the music when I'm driving. I just like to be by myself. You feel me? That's my me time. You yeah. know? I, 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 I find it more comfortable, comforting and stuff. I put on, like, smooth jazz or, like, lo-fi or whatever and just yeah. turn down the music, like, real low, drive, and just think. That's what I, that's what I play. Real low and just hang. Yeah. Blue eyes soul. Like, oh yeah, that's some good stuff. Like, yeah. Michael McDonald. Yeah, Michael McDonald. Like, yeah. Brothers Doobie Brothers, yes. Yeah. Like I play the blue eyes soul low, 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 and just ride. Nothing can beat that man. Nothing yeah. at all, man. Yeah. Especially if it's like Cause you hear the like melody and stuff, you don't really yeah. hear like exactly what they're saying and stuff, but you still like get the nice Relaxing groove and it's like, like an ambiance. It's an ambiance, almost yeah, yeah shit, definitely. Man. So, shit, man, hey yo, dude, I enjoy this shit. Yeah, yeah bro, that's good. good. Yeah, I man. Shit, um, I, I guess, guess 
I wanted to kind of. Yeah, we weren't really going to do it, but we were at the three hour mark. <laughs> we weren't at the three hour mark. <laughs> I ain't worried about it. Yeah. It happens, bro. It yeah. happens. I'm a, it was just good enough. No, I was going to say, uh, I like to explain this to everybody, but so Alec and I were both like, when we were thinking of this idea and stuff, we were like, you know what, we should like, because originally we were thinking about getting an apartment and stuff, and we are like, you know what, we should set up some likes, get drunk every once in a while, and talk about some crazy shit, and... Then he's like, he's like, you know, be even funnier if like we were just like almost like to a certain extent, like news or whatever, like a news anchor to a certain extent where he's like, wake the fuck up. You know, this is what we got going on today. And so we we call it the wake the fuck up podcast because of the fact that we're like, we just made that inside joke of like, you know, yo. He's like, he's like, it'd be kind of funny because you just like start the video and just wake the fuck up. Like, it's just. I think y'all should do that. Wake, wake, wake everybody up. Is like, like, what? Get me on that bit. Wake the fuck up, you <laughs> Fuck all that. He's like, he's like, he's like, what's he here? This is some bullshit going on. This is like. <laughs> I'm like, bro, it would just be. Nah, we just not gonna limit it to Houston. Wake the fuck up, world. World, yeah. Na- yeah, nation. Wake the world. fuck up. Everything, definitely. Shit, we got to. Bro, I mean, yeah, but that was what it was. We we're kind of trying to be like more of like a so-called woke podcast in the sense where we're trying to like figure out, what you know, the bullshit from the realism, you know? Realism. Hey, bro, I, I respect that shit. And I'm going to tell you something. In this world, I noticed... Like we do live in fantasy, dude. We like do. I said, that illusion after illusion after we illusion. Do. Yeah. Bruh, step I think out the, of that shit. I, I think, think the, the biggest, biggest illusion is that we can't fulfill the dreams that we actually want to do. Like we want. That, you gotta see. You gotta see what's going on, bro. That's yeah, we just gotta see what's going on. Gotta wake up and see the birds flying and chirping and the trees, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So enjoy well, the life. The first thing. To being real and being honest with yourself. I mean, just being real, period. And just getting back to... We got to get back to nature. We do. We got to get back grounded. Like, see, this this is down. So we're actually going to be vlogging. Uh, we're going to... Uh, uh, where is it? Uh, during spring. Um, South Padre. South Padre. We're going to try to go to South Padre and just enjoy the nature, have some fun. And yeah. I'm going to go there with my dad, bud. I'm going to come out there with my dad, bud. Yeah, You'll be like, what's up, everybody? <laughs> what's up, what's up? What's up, everybody? Come with the Speedo or something. You know, like, what's up? Not, that was my uncle. My uncle does that black shit. You know, I've seen, um, what's the name of this fucking movie, man? It was like Couples Retreat or something. Yo, uh, Blended? Uh-huh. Is it blended or whatever it is? Is it the one where they go to, like, Africa or something like that and then their kids or whatever? No, I no. don't. I can't. I think they. they like I think it's called Couples Retreat. Retreat. If that's. I think the Couples Retreat was on like the on a, on an island or something. Fizz I Love, the dude that plays as um Big Worm on Friday. Oh yeah, 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 that guy, that guy. You see how he was stuck? He was up in that bitch like naked, just sitting up there naked. Yeah, that's, that's how I'm gonna be. That's, that's how you're gonna be. Just be like, what's up, guys? I ain't gonna be naked though. I'm gonna oh, yeah. some boxes. <laughs> some boxes or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
He's not, I'm not trying to go all wild. wild. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Save something for the imagination. <laughs> but I'm working with a monster. Uh, <laughs> hey, those uh, those girls, you know, they're so hey, bro. Yeah, I might listen. At, by that time, I might have a girl. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. You guys are working with this still. Uh, That's good. Nah, I'm just oh, okay, like, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm chilling. You know, okay. I, I'm chilling. You know, I have. Uh, I've been I have working on it. Huh? I've been, I've been working on it currently. I, I've been having like issues and stuff here and there, but I think it's more so coming to me and like doing better for me whenever I show more of like I'm trying to work on myself and be a better person than. Trying to work uh, intentionally on them and the relationship. I'm gonna be real with you. I've learned that over the past two years. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm working on me, mm-hmm. everything gonna come my way. Exactly. Uh huh. Everything that 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 has to come my way. A girl loves when a man's like motivated to do stuff. So like, and, and not all girls. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Some some girls like some lazy. Nah, <laughs> nah. No, no, I would say some some girls. What I've noticed lately, bro, this like I said, this independence. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like they don't want a guy no. to be. They, it's like the, the divine order shit that I was saying. Like it's supposed to be God, man, and woman. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then one man and woman supposed to become one when they when you're married. Yep. Dude, like these women don't want that. They want to be like. They want marriage title, but they want to be independent, like, entirely. No, and they don't, I don't even think, like, the women that I deal with, they don't even want the marriage title. Oh, they just want, like, it left in the wind, like, up in the air. Kind Friends of. with benefits. Friends with benefits. Kind That's of thing. them. All they, yeah. they want to get what they got to get, and they get the fuck. They don't want none of the bullshit that you got coming with you. I really thought... And they got a whole lot of bullshit they damn so. I thought that... One, because I was dealing with that myself. Like now, since I'm in my twenties, I really thought that like once you get like in your mid twenties and like thirties, you get out of that. But unfortunately, it seems like no. <laughs> Let me tell you why. There's no time limit on the shit. Yeah, you try. You're right. There ain't no time limit. I just thought they would get like mature enough and like understand what they actually want in their lives by that point. Women don't ever no no. A woman not until they receive it. Dude, they yeah. don't never. I don't think they never know what they want. Dude. You don't like, think even when they receive it. Yeah, then they're they like know, still they questioning. It. It. Yep. So shit, you know, you just. Gotta I was dating this one girl. Like we, uh, right up front, got in the relationship like maybe a week, week and a half, and then she's like pulled away because she's like, oh well, you know, we're we're dealing with some like conflict here, and I really don't want that. Bye. What kind of conflict? It no was. No, not really. Hey, let me tell you something. Like, like we got in this like subtle argument about something stupid that happened, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I was in the wrong." And then, and then she went on like this weird tangent of like she just lost feelings, and she didn't. But it's or whatever. I was like, if you, lo- I feel like if you lost feelings, you those feelings weren't genuine to begin with. Nah, entirely. That's how I feel too. Like, yeah, she motherfucker told me. She loved me, woo the woo, I love shit. You ain't love me like that. How you love me and you? I'm, yep. You ain't even with a nigga. Nope. 
Trust and obey. Trust and obey. But look, listen. <laughs> don't trust man. Meaning, don't, don't trust, trust your mama. Don't trust your daddy. Don't trust. Trust in the higher yeah. power. Yeah. And my, in, in, in my instance, that's all. You hear me? That's, yeah. I feel like I feel like there's two kinds that you need to trust: the higher power and yourself. That's really it. Look, but, but look, the power is within you, so you don't have to trust yourself. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know, like the, the power is within you, man. Yeah. It's yeah. within you. Like I, I, I'm gonna tell you something. I, 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 I heard something earlier this week, and they said, and it was on some biblical stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like they said, uh, what, what would you rather? I'm gonna ask both of y'all. Mm-hmm. What would you rather? You rather you would rather careful feet or reckless feet? Think about it. Very careful or reckless what? Careful feet or reckless feet? Oh, reckless feet. Okay. Oh, uh, reckless for me. What would you say? Yeah, I would say yeah. I would I, say reckless. I feel yeah, like yeah. a careful <laughs> feet is just like too like. It, it's not, it's yeah. I'm not careful feet is no feet at, at, at all. Because really. uh-huh. how you gonna have faith when you're being careful? Yeah. You gotta have reckless faith. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can't have faith, you can't be careful and have faith at the same time. It, 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 it can't happen. Yep. You can't, because oh, then. You being careful, why you why you gotta be careful with dog? He got you. Exactly. You ain't gotta be scared of him. Nope. He got you. Yeah. So be reckless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what we gotta do, dog. Like, bro, we gotta have some reckless feet, and we gotta have reckless feet on all the cause. Like, with your career goals. Yeah. With your friendships. With my situation, with my relationship. Yeah. Look. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. Damn, I gotta I just got a text message that to me as I'm still at the people's house. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, yeah, I mean <laughs> Bro, this was nah, good. I ain't gonna say she desperate, she just she she's yeah. She's uh concerned. Concerned, yeah. yeah. But yeah, bro, this this was good, bro. I'm, I'm glad uh Dude, I I'm glad you it. wanted I to come on. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna tell you this. I already knew this was gonna be good. Yeah, I I, I wanna I want another one. Yes, I wanna sir. do another yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I wanna talk on all kinds of subjects. I wanna yeah. act an ass. I wanna take shots one day. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to need an Uber. We did. We did tequila the last time. Dude, all right. I need to take some shots. And I need an Uber on. I'm going to park my coat. And walk on parking lot. You hear me? And get an Uber on. Yeah. I need me an Uber. And I'm going to get to it. just get high. I'll get high, too. Shit, I get high, too, dude. You see Snoop Doggy Dog just, you know, just... Getting high from me, I see talking and stuff. Just getting high from me, I fall asleep. You fall asleep? <laughs> see, you, you ain't smoking the right strain. Right. Right. You gotta smoke you some sativa. Yeah. Sativa. Yeah. Sativa gets you, gets you uh, up and going. You go. Yeah, that is mellow. That, 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 yeah, so that's a safe crack. Okay. Sativa, dude. The best thing to do, like, 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 like edibles is just a edibles is just a different type of fucking we'll see, like, like when the, when I, when the edibles, all right. So the edibles that you had gave me, like, I'm it's terrible with that. Nah, that's the only one I'm doing. And then I'd be so scared of them edibles. Dude. But like, bro, like the this thing drove all the way back from Galveston and didn't yeah. know he came here. Yes, I took a whole one and a half of one. Drove from Galveston all the way back home. <laughs> Don't know how the fuck I got home. <laughs> oh, and then, uh, bro, I remember. This. Bro, like, everything was like, like, I was in a fucking, like, I was in a fucking cave, bro. Yeah. Like, my, I couldn't feel my hands on the steering wheel. Yeah. And, like, how many I think, I think, I, I had somebody with me. I think yeah. they were singing. I couldn't hear him. It was, it was. But it was, like, it sounded like, whoa, 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 you know, like that. It was, uh, it was, uh, Steven. Yeah, it was Steven. Yeah, Steven and Terry. Bro, remember I had like 16 puffs of your thing and then I went home and I, I woke up naked, bro? Bro, this man. You woke up naked? <laughs> this man, he woke you, up. You woke up naked, dude? Yeah, I drove, I drove to my house, got, got home. Don't remember getting home, actually. Uh, personally, from those the whatever he had some strong stuff at the time, and I woke up that morning. I was like, "Why am I close to the floor? What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> and I called Alec like right away. I was like, "Bro, what 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 were we doing last night?" He's like, "You had like sixteen pots of that shit." I'm like, "Bro, I was sixteen pots." No, I like it's certain shit I just don't do like. And then I tap, I tap the fuck out. Yeah. Yo, the crazy thing is. Well, I did it because I was tired. So, like, I was so I on the one night, and I was actually driving on your road. That you yeah, my road. I was driving back home and stuff. Bro, that road usually only takes you, like, and, like, it's usually only supposed to take you, like, two or three minutes to get off of that road. Bro, I'm driving on this road, I'm like, this bitch for, like, an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the turn? Where's the fucking red light at? Where... That's how I am doing. Like, I promise you. <laughs> That's funny. Like, like, can, you can you imagine, like, taking an edible and driving from here to Louisiana? Oh, listen. Oh, I did it. That's listen, like 16 hours in there. I didn't take an edible, <laughs> but I hit my weed pin a few times, and then I got on the road. Oh, uh, my buddy uh, Stephen did that. He drove all the way to Louisiana back to his house. No, from from Louisiana to here. He said he felt like he drove twenty four hours. Dude, I swear to God, I feel like I've been up for like three days. Three days or so. Because <laughs> I'm just like, it's just like, and I'm low, like, bro, I'm smoking. So look, I got on the road at five thirty. 
Like I'm in Baton Rouge, <laughs> five thirty today. Today, to make it here in time for the podcast. Podcast, yeah. I left Baton Rouge at five thirty, right? Yeah. Dude, I hit that bitch like four, about three or four times, and then I'm riding. And I'm doing like 85. Oh, no wonder it was taking you so far. Look, 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 yeah, I'm, riding, I'm doing like 85. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing 85, but it feels like I'm doing like 20 miles. Weed speed, weed speed. Weed speed like a motherfucker. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm saying to myself, I'm like, yo. Officer, pull you over. If I do 90, if I do 500 miles an hour, bro, the police gonna be Bro, bro, police pull you over. Officer, I swear I was going 25, bro. Like, I fucking swear. <laughs> Shit was <Dude>. slow. <laughs> what the fuck wrong with you? I'm high, bro. <laughs> what else you want? I'm high, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. See it on my goddamn face. I'm high, bro. Yeah. No, Steven said he drove like consistently 95 to 100 miles per hour the whole trip. Like to back on the weed trip. And he's like, bro, I don't know how I didn't get caught. That's how I was feeling. Yeah. Cool. He's like, I'm, I'm, going eight, I'm talking about flying. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah, but you State troopers are bad in Louisiana. Yeah. Everywhere. I feel you like it's something. more bone. So does I'm about to say, as soon as I got to Texas, from Orange to Baytown. Baytown, too, yeah. The police was in effect. Uh-huh. It was in effect. And I kept, I don't know how I got past them, because I was still doing 85 <laughs> and And them bitches didn't stop me. You know what funny as hell is if you just had that, like, thought, but you were, like, driving 30, 40 miles an hour. And he's like, oh, he's good, you know, whatever. <laughs> we know we know the speed th- the speedometers in Texas are like probably set like down a little bit pegged so that you know they give us a chance because we kind of drive like too fast. Yeah, they do. Yeah, we do. Like I'm gonna tell you something. No, I'm gonna tell you right now. That cop didn't stop me for my speed. What do you say? That cop didn't stop me for my switching into your car. My car. You said I was going to go, boy. I got a dope boy car. I got a dope boy car. Yeah, shit. Yeah. 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 You know, codeine, right? Oh, oh, man. So look, I got like a uh, 20-ounce bottle of Big Shot. 20, I think it's a 24-ounce yeah, yeah. bottle of Big Shot. Pour a couple lines in there. So I'm sipping, you know? Riding around in the wall and I'm sipping. And it was like the reverse of the weed effect. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I'm flying, and I'm flying. I'm, listen, I'm flying. Boy, feel like he's a flash. I'm flying on the weed, but I'm thinking I'm going 20 miles an hour. <laughs> That's on the weed, right? Listen, on the drink, nigga, <laughs> Bruh, I'm thinking I'm going 100 miles an hour. You're going 20. 
I was going 20. Man, the police stopped me. That boy said, what you driving to the snow for? I said, he stopped me. He said, what you driving to the snow for? I said, bro, I promised the guard I thought you was going to give me a speeding ticket. You heard me? My boy, you can't like, what you mean? He said, what you mean a speeding ticket? I said, I could have sworn I was going 100 on that day. <laughs> I could have sworn I was going on that fucking day. But look, don't drive, don't drink, don't do drink and drive. Don't run though, you can drink drive. Yeah, I promise you. Safer, safer. Codeine and permethazine, don't do it. Stay away from it. Stay away from it. I'm telling you, I thought I was going 100 miles an hour, but I was really going 20. I'm sitting up there. I'm like this, yeah. And then... My I'm boy bump- thought he was going through shuttle rides. Like, and look, and then I'm bumping... I, my, my favorite rapper is one of my my mentors, too. Oh, Fiend. Yeah. So I'm bumping him. I'm thinking, and I'm just flying. I'm going to sell this dope. I'm going to get <laughs> Bang this pistol. I'm going to count off. I'm, I'm thinking I'm flying. Bro, you know what's funny as hell is... I caught myself so many times, like... I don't remember. I was like driving to a family reunion or whatever, just playing playing music. It's about killing somebody or something. It's like, yeah. what the fuck am I listening to? <laughs> hey, bro. You feel like you're like, oh yeah, I'm driving to my family reunion. What the fuck? Like what? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you got all these like hard ass lyrics, and then you're just like, bro, I'm going to the Kroger, <laughs> the local Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> soon as the clothes went on so yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude i tell you this dude i must have been feeling something kind of different like that i've like, never been in that situation like alec i'm, I'm gonna tell you something so i alec, know i know bro look alec then called me and told me uh yo what's that shit that derrick gave us I'm like, why? He said, bro, I really can't feel my face. Like, <laughs> he's like, I can't, I really can't feel my Alec. face. No, my dude. I feel like I'm having a, what? The, so my dude. No, 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 no. I, I feel like I'm having a stroke. I said that. No, I, said, I said that. I, but I also said like, bro, like I'm cooking right now. But I'm like, <laughs> like I came over to the sink. And then I went back to the stove, Alec. but I don't know how I did it, bro. Alec, you did. <laughs> remember that, bro? I remember this one night he was high as shit, and we were at House of Pies. There's like a a pie, like yeah, a place. House of Pies. Yeah, we were eating pie, and, and we were talking about something. He cried, bro. He cried. You cried? Yeah, I started crying. He started crying. I was like, bro, that shit making you feel emotional. That weed, huh? He's this boy. I was like, I was like, Alec, it's not that serious, bro. <laughs> I didn't hear that story before. Oh, there's a lot of stuff, man, bro. I'm sure, I'm sure. Gotta save it for the next podcast for yeah. sure. Bro, but yeah. 
good episode. Good, this yeah, is actually, literally we everything got, I was we gotta call it. We already got three hours. Of right. Minutes. I was gonna say. So we gotta call it. <laughs> I was gonna say this is everything I lived. Uh, I, I had felt like I would live lived up to for the podcast episode. So mm-hmm. for sure, like yeah. I'm gonna tell you all this. It's perfect. I gotta give. I gotta shout out my friend. I keep saying this. Okay. I gotta shout out to because. She's a therapist, bro, and she helped me, and she can help you. Do you have any issues? Her name is Marquita Turner. Marquita Turner. Her consulting company, her uh, counseling and consulting company is called Authentically You. Uh, She's licensed in California, uh, Texas, and Louisiana. Is it one of those situations she come to you, or does she have agents from around uh, the place? To be honest with you, uh, she could do. She do phone. Oh, okay. Uh, she that do, you know, phone counseling. She does. Uh, she does uh, Zoom counseling. Okay. And stuff like that. So, um, what would I? What What I would say is, um, do you? I wish she could make a case for herself almost, but I was wondering, like, what do you personally think is like a, a better experience compared to something like BetterHelp, the big, the big old. Huge company that does the exact same thing. She she actually does. She actually works with them. Yeah. So she has her own company. Mm-hmm. But she works with them too. So, you know. Oh, she, she works with BetterHelp. Yeah. Okay, okay. So okay, so. You could catch her, you know. Uh-huh. If you're dealing with BetterHelp. Is she a licensed therapist on BetterHelp yeah. as well? Yeah. Okay, wow. Okay. Yeah, what it is, she uh, is Marquita. Marquita Turner. Marquita Turner, uh, <clears throat> LPC. LPC. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, you know. And um, hot slash license something. Yeah. And you can find her on LinkedIn. Uh, as Marquita Turner is M A R Q U I T A T U R N E R Marquita Turner. And yeah, man. Um, y'all holler at her, bro. Cause I ain't gonna lie, she helped your boy out. I was going through situations and. You know, uh, with relationships and with family members, with with loved ones. You know, yeah. My ex, my ex girlfriend. Girls, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, definitely shout out to her, hand. man. Yeah, she had a helping hand, man. If she and can she, do it for him, she can do it for you. So right, and she helps with she helps men oh. with mental with their mental health. Mental health. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, she help she help all of us, but you yeah. know, you know, she she help you. That's right. good. If you if you if you're struggling with mental health, bro, yeah, seek counseling. Yes, definitely. Seek no matter counseling. who it is, what it no is. No matter who it is, you can seek counseling from God, from mm-hmm. your priest, from the, the 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 coach at the basketball. I mean, at the um, only basketball yeah, team. Basketball team. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just talk, bro. You know, don't don't be afraid to talk. Step what, one is talking. Right. The, Step one is accepting. And accept well, accepting. Accepting. Step two is talking about mm-hmm. it. Because you got to accept your situation first. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. And then you got to talk about but it. there's I'm those people that are just like doubters and like uh, are, are not like willing to face the truth, you know? So. But yeah, man, we appreciate it and stuff. And yep. It's all good. We're big. Uh, we're big guys. Uh, we're big uh, people in regards to like uh, wanting to, of course, do the exact same thing and supporting, talking to people and all that stuff. 
And uh, if you guys have any personal questions or anything, hit up the comments below. Yeah. Or uh, you can also reach out to uh, Denmaxton, Alec Reed underscore 97. Yeah. And then Carnell Bud Morris on Facebook, B O O G T H E P H L Y W R I T E R on Instagram. My name is Cornell Morris, man. They call me Bug the Fire Rider. And my people call me Bug. That's right. And my homies call me Bro. Exactly. So how that is. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, and thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for this episode. I uh, hope y'all enjoy it and stuff. And uh, yep. um, keep tuning in every every you know episode and stuff. So we appreciate y'all and everything. So I know this was way more formal of a one than we usually do. It's kind of funny. Like we started off, we usually start off just like, hey, okay. <laughs> 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 something stupid. But yeah, no, we we got it together this time. Nah, around. man, I'm gonna tell you like this here, bro. I like this little. I like the like I said. I like the setup, dude. That's good. That's I good. I like the the yo yo. Um, I like the platform, bro. I like, I like what y'all trying to do, man. Yeah. And y'all just keep bringing people in, man. And um, y'all keep supporting YouTube and and, yeah. and, and, and Apple and Spotify. Y'all keep supporting. We're on multiple keep, platforms now. Yeah, keep listening. We just got pre- keep tuning in. Well, I just I was actually about to say this. We just got approved for Google Play. We got approved, not Google Play, Google Podcasts. Podcasts themselves on on uh, Apple. Yeah. We got it approved for Anchor. I mean, Anchor is the one that we yeah. distribute our stuff on. Right. And we have like we have many other ones. I can't remember the list, but we we're we're on all multiple platforms and stuff. So don't be, uh, don't say like, don't be uh too insecure if you don't have like one of the platforms. Oh, I don't have a YouTube account. Oh, I don't have this. But you know, there's so many platforms. So many platforms. And, and if you don't have a YouTube account, just sign up with your with your Google. Like exactly. Right? Google, Spotify, Apple. Easy. Simple as that. So. so. But yep, yeah, we appreciate y'all and uh, yeah. We love. Good night. Good morning. Wherever. And wake the fuck up. And wake the fuck up.